Hi everyone and welcome back to episode number 67 of the Couch on Ice podcast. I'm your host Rylan and before we get in some really interesting all-star talk we got a really cool off-season kind of trade being done to silence some fans that are questionable a lot of the time but before we get into all that fun hockey news I'll throw it over to the boys. I'll throw it over to Chase. What have you been up to the past few days Chase? Oh, well, you know, just uh, canoeing around <laughs> through the snow, you yeah. know, just keeping it real. Uh, not much. That uh, wind came in and yes. brought, like, minus 30 for minus, felt like minus a day or two or straight. So. It was awful, mm. man. The one yeah, day we decided to go get groceries and it's freezing. Cold <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's getting nice today, so I might go hit the old ODR. Well, I'm going to go check and see if it's worth hitting. Yeah, um, yeah, that'd be awesome. Well, yourself, what are you up to? Just sitting around, looking at the stairs, <laughs> feeling, or what? I'm basically staring at a screen <laughs> my whole life, it feels like. All I do is is look at hockey numbers this week. Oh, yeah. I yeah, just looked, screen to screen for me. Yeah, you know, just, just well. a teaser for later. I, we did a big trade that we'll discuss, and I looked for two days straight at teams and couldn't decide about a trade it was awful <laughs> so i hope you guys enjoy the segment we have to close out the podcast because it's really fun but because yeah, oh, i wasted fucking like hours hour for no reason <laughs> i wasted like three hours sitting at my computer just clicking on different teams like nope nope not them nope not them so yeah that's been my week what about you jordan do you get stuck doing some insane research on these trades yeah pretty much pretty much the same I've, I've spent a while working on these trades and honestly like i figured out my main trade pretty quick it was figuring out the other trades that took me a bit yeah yeah no doubt and but figuring out like the rfas and all that shit oh yeah the rfas suck but i was like for me it was it was the main trade because i couldn't find one where i'm like i knew i wasn't gonna win it the trade but i was like i don't even know one where i can come close to making it fair mm. so yeah <laughs> you guys will see how that goes you'll probably shit on us but that's kind of the intent on the segment uh i yeah, got some exactly. other small cool interesting news uh chase you don't know this guy but jordan knows him quite well brit um he's our british soccer coach or friend from moose jaw jordan eyes guess what he says he's gonna learn to do because he's moving up to Leduc. What's He's going to learn to play hockey and skate and play oh, rec man. hockey. Um, now, what makes this super funny and interesting for Jordan and I is obviously, like I mentioned, he's from Britain. He has never wore a pair of skates in his life. <laughs> he's played yeah, ball hockey. Like yeah, he's played ball hockey a few times, but that's about it. So we're going to teach him how to skate these next few years and see how that goes. I just thought it was kind of interesting. Hilarious. Yeah, super funny. Like soccer coach shits on hockey all the time is gonna get made fun of by us a lot, <laughs> but should be fun. Uh, but should we dive into the games, boys? Yeah, yeah. Hey, all right. Yeah. Chase, why don't you Mommy, kick it yeah. off? Yeah, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna change this format out a little bit, so hopefully it. Flows yeah, we're gonna better. hit you with some highlights, quick. Kind of just give you some so, random. Quick little notes on some, some games. Zoomy so, highlights. Some highlights. Yeah, zoom real. Highlights. Yeah. Super speed. Super speed. I turn, am speed. Turn the speed up to like, two times. Like Lightning McQueen would say. I am speed. <laughs> Ka-chow. 
Uh, yeah, so uh, the highlights I'll start off with Montreal versus Dallas. Montreal winning 5-3. Surprise. Pemblio. Love big it. Big man in that, lighting it up. Jacob Peterson bats it in from the slot. Gets a goal, and Michael Pizzetta gets to spit one off his chicklets and in the net. Good game. Like I said, Montreal takes the win. Uh, let's kick it over to in a 3-1 win over the Sens. The Sabres release their new inappropriate TV series, Touching Cousins, starring on Fox. Touching no, no I was worried about it. Oh. <laughs> Snapping. That doesn't uh, sound games. good. No, it doesn't. That was kind of the point. That's, that's so disgusting. <laughs> could be worse. Snap. It could the be worse a lot worse. Worst part is, is we actually are cousins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, oh, fuck. Okay, sorry, Lots continue. Of twist, Lots super, of twists on that one. Super speed. <laughs> Anyways, go. Super speed. Uh, snapping a four-game win streak, the Flames extinguished the Red Hot Panthers after they won eight of their last nine games. So, uh, quick question on this game. Was it, was it in Calgary? I wow, I don't know. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was in Calgary. Uh, that makes sense. Florida sucks away. Yeah, because it was Sam Bennett's first game back in Calgary. Yeah, he scored a goal too for. So I don't even have to say that later. So that's super cool. Um, Mr. Mustache. Mr. Mustache, man, shouldn't have traded him away, I guess, because it's (laughs) awesome. Um, no, just a couple high flying games. I'm gonna jump in with a couple here too. Actually, wait before. I don't know if you've said this or if any of us have said this. Apparently, he did not know he was gonna get traded. Like, he asked for a trade, um, oh, but really? later on when they got Sutter in, he was oh, like, yeah, yeah, no, I thought I, I thought things were going pretty well, and, you know, like... Well, I bet they were. And then I got traded, so, like... He should have stayed. <laughs> like, he's no doubt, really no good doubt. on just Sutter, I think. Well, but... but who knows, right? He wasn't performing for Calgary. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, saying, but new coach, <laughs> like, yeah. that that's Maybe his coach, right? The way he plays... Well, obviously, after yeah. insight, but, but hey, also, so. <laughs> also, if you ask for a trade and things start going well, maybe bring it up to you. Yeah, <laughs> go to your GM and be like, you know what? Things are smoothing it over and I might want to stay. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's a little I bit on him. So. <laughs> I don't think he's complaining anymore. He's on the best offensive team arguably yeah, we've seen ever. So and, and, yeah. yeah, I think he's enjoying the weather. And, yeah, uh, exactly. So anyways, I'm going to jump into my super speed uh, review of games. we got the Caps and Jets. Lots of interesting stuff happening, but the main point of it, Ovi scores yet another goal. Cole Perfetti scoring his first career NHL goal is an absolute snipe on Vanacek and Orlov yeah, being a very, very dirty boy kneeing Nikolai Ehlers. That one didn't look very good. That <laughs> yeah, hurt. he got suspended two games. I don't know. Watching it was it not back. like intentional. Yeah, it wasn't intentional, but he did hit the knee. So and he didn't make the... any effort to get out of the way. That's my biggest yeah. issue. So, But you could tell that he was going for a check. He wasn't going for something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, like, like, it wasn't just him going to knee a guy. That's no, sure. no. It was, so I think it was pretty much there. Yeah. He hit the knee. You need to be careful. But at the same time, it's not like five games necessary. Oh, because no. It, it could have been one. It, do it. Yeah. it probably could have been one, and I would have been happy. Or, like, kicked out of the game. Like, however, exactly. which way you want to right. go about it. Um, I like think that's ones, fair. I like to bring up the fact that maybe they would do the whole he's out as long as the guy's injured. Unless, like, yeah, the guy like, broke his leg or popped yeah. his knee out, and he's out for, like, a month or something. But, like, yeah. um, at least give, like do that and like maybe 
four games or three games at max or something like that if he's out for a longer period of time because in yeah. our reality, you did something. Injuries like, yeah, are it was a dumb play. We're we're not really saying you're a terrible person or love. It wasn't like you meant to, but if he's going to be out for the next four games, I guess you, you made that fate. Like I'd be, I think I'd be okay with him yep. be, with them doing a suspension like that. But I don't know if they'll ever do. I don't know. Bigger news though, the Caps won it in overtime. This has never happened this year. Yeah, they never win in overtime. Is this your first OT win? (laughs) Wow, that's insane. Um, got it real quick too. Yeah, no, definitely a good game to watch. You missed out if you didn't watch this one. Yeah, Um, good game. I got one more, and proving that Priuses are better than Lambos. Carolina (laughs) slaughter the Bruins seven to one. Um, the biggest point of this game was, well, you can talk about two different ones, whether it's the five goals in the first period, whether it's Trocek and the Hurricanes battling on Twitter with Brad Marchant saying, Brad Marchant comparing Trocek stats and then Marchant saying he's a Lambo and Trocek's a Prius. And then after the game, Trocek comes out and says the L stands for Lambo. <laughs> which was hilarious i got a good laugh on that so just it's always fun watching the bruins eat their own f- mouth or eat their own hand like it's so funny watching them just get wrecked yeah. by a team but no this carolina team bad news Tucker asks did not look good <laughs> yeah no kidding after a really comfortable 3-2 win gets absolutely shelled shelled <laughs> yeah but, hey it's pretty but, crazy we're just getting like the random blowout games all of yeah. a sudden in the last little uh, bit. I think, I think, like, I think over COVID, offense has gotten yeah. better and they've forgotten how to defend. Exactly. No doubt. Like, uh, yeah, but, like uh, the Panthers winning 9 2 yeah. and like, the Blue Jackets winning like 6 or 9 nothing the yeah. game before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's these random teams too sometimes getting these big blowouts like Columbus and such. So, yeah, lots of goals this year. So. Yeah, um, wow. But those are my two speedy speed games to review. Um, Chase, do you have any more before we get into more in-depth about some games? No, no, no. No? Cool, then I'll throw it over to Jordan. Since you haven't heard his uh, him talk as much yet today, my let's throw it to you. Yeah, your beautiful today. voice talk. So why don't you discuss one of the games you watched. Which one was that? That would be the Buffalo versus ottawa game sweet what was the score of that one it ended 3-1 and you know what it was a buffalo game from yeah 3-1 buffalo i should say uh (laughs) michael hauser came back for his first game of the season 43 saves man i love this kid he's been just like such a good story for the sabers for a year now yeah so especially a sabers team that's desperately needed lots of goalies we need a healthy goalie and we mentioned last episode too chase and i like who's the goalie is it dell no it might be hauser and it was so love to see it love to see it uh you continue what else absolutely fantastic performance from him alex tuck looked wicked good man he looked so good as a saber (laughs) he's so good i love that that was he was a perfect they definitely it's... marketed well with with who they brought in for yeah, Eichel. Definitely. Um, right. They knew that they weren't in a good position. They weren't so gonna win that trade. 
with some ties exactly yeah. right so and just getting somebody who'd actually be okay with staying was yeah big. that's huge so i love that yeah like well in all reality like let's just pretend uh eichel just has uh sort of an injury prone rest of his career like not yeah always Buff- healthy yeah, that's fair. like in all reality would... buffalo could win this trade like if Krebs becomes a guy, top, if Krebs is a top six guy, and yeah, and yeah, Tuck is, we have another impact. pick here, I believe. So, yep. yeah, it's it's nice to. That's why they make trades like this because you get yep. three pieces that work, not just having one guy. Obviously, Arizona is literally <laughs> looking for that supersonic guy because they haven't been well, able to get one. that guy. You need so, one or two at least. You do need right? one. Like, but... Buffalo's got some in the pipeline coming up. Like, there's a lot yeah. that have potential. Yeah. Like, Jack Quinn, Dylan Cousins, stuff like that. Yeah, and they have uh, these this this potential draft. Like, yeah. this top 10 is going to be pretty pretty good. So, I guess they have power. Power could be... Yeah, power. We haven't even brought up power. Them. He's, the, he's so, there. In all reality, I don't know. I think this team's fine. Like, with the talent they have, like oh, I've yeah. said quite a few times, I'm really excited for the second half of the season and i hope this is a start to it because i'm excited this team's healthy man this is a good team skinner's been way 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 better better. than he has been uh in past times um like i even said about okoso a while back like he's still he's He's, getting it done he's He's not fast not fast but he's getting it done they're really good at killing penalties i noticed that especially in this game against ottawa like ottawa had five power plays and they didn't do shit with them yeah, yeah. It, I've noticed that this year that power plays have not looked good at all for the most part. Like other than the Oilers, like just red hot off the start, like power play has been pretty rough. So yeah. um, it's making penalty killing better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, anything else? What do you got on the Ottawa side of things there, Jordan? Anything? It wasn't out? a good game for Ottawa. That's, had a that's bad the season. most I could say. Like it wasn't, it wasn't awful. I will say the referees were wish-washy the whole game for both teams at least sometimes you know that happens <laughs> yeah absolutely but... it's human error like i don't want to yeah. give refs too much grief like you give it to them when they need it but it is their job everyone fucks up with their job like yeah the only goal that was kind of suspect was just the uh the jankowski goal the second goal there but otherwise i think it was it was definitely a buffalo win you could yeah. tell that the whole game yeah definitely well, I mean, Buffalo's higher in the standings, which we wouldn't have thought of coming into the season. So. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked that. Not in a million years. So, well, maybe in a million years, but not in a thousand years. But yeah, no, uh, good game. I uh, love seeing that Hauser kid come up, only letting one goal in. Would you? How many saves did you say? Forty. Forty-three. Forty-three. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah, What's it with these random seven. bottom feeder teams? Just have these goalies coming up, just make forty saves. Yeah, that just make forty <laughs> saves and a nutty win, and just be the bee's knees. Like, love those kids. Um, awesome. Yeah, way better than them. Like, you know, failing miserably. That <laughs> yeah. always is just so heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, watching them get shelled like nine for nine. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it's fine if it's, like, your third or fourth game or something, but, like, yeah. the first game, like... Yeah, you want to every, see... Him. Everybody show up for this game, please, you know? Yeah, so exactly. We don't right, embarrass yeah. people. Nerves are high. Want to get that at least one win on the season for someone, so... Yeah, or feel good about a game, you know? Yeah. Uh, before moving on from the games on the 18th, uh, Chase, do you want to talk about your last game? I could if you really, really want me to. I would really like you to talk about how the Kings finally lost a game. 
<laughs> well, I guess mm. two. I think this is two. They lost to the Sharks here night too. But anyways, yeah. go on, go on uh, and talk about yeah. the shitty so, Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about this epicness. What an epic game. Victor Hedman is like the greatest human being on earth. Like, I wow, wow. It's just <laughs> mind-blowing. Hedman in the second per- period on the power play. Cool as a cucumber. Bats down a clearing attempt. Seconds later, sets up Kucherov, completely flips the game on its head. Uh, he then ends up scoring later on, get the whole go-ahead goal to put them up in the game. And or th- that was the game. That was the game right yeah, there. Hedman right running in and tossing that puck in was yeah, game over now. Like, wow. Um, unbelievable. This guy even started the scoring, I believe. Two goals, yes, two assists did. in this game. That's like, awesome. Oh, my goodness. Insane. He must have... He must have been playing Super Mario before the game or something like that. <laughs> Carried that star power that, over that, into yeah, the game. That, <laughs> like, holy yeah, that shit. break, that star that you're just like invincible <laughs> yeah. with. Yeah, man. Yeah, what so an good. absolute beast. Um, like, I'll give a little Kucherov credit just because yeah, he was like so pointing good. around, like, "Hey, Hedman, pass it there, do that." Yeah, and then to me, hi yeah. Because Kucherov's a freak. It's just like Jesus, he's a man. Freak yeah, he's played like eight nine games and he's already at 10 points or something. Like, what a loser like, like what a guy fuck we're all doing our all-star so uh teams for the atlantic today he should go I had, to, I had to snub him just because like well fuck you you haven't played any regular you season played games. Enough games whether you deserve it like by far whether you are arguably a, like he's a top he's gonna be a top five forward in the nhl right yeah like yeah. how he what he does is just yeah like he's better than Panarin to me, and I praise Panarin all the time. Like he's probably, one, better, he's probably better than Huberto. One point six seven points per game right now. Fifteen like points, stupid. buddy. Yeah. Nine games. Like Did get you a say get a life. Better than Huberto? No, I said that Kucherov's better than Panarin and Huberto as well. Oh, I, I see. Okay. At. That's why. No, Huberto's mm. better, slightly better than Panarin, but. That's yeah, like that's say, like num- that's a bit of a hot take. That's like saying which is a higher number, one or one point one, right? Like it's yeah. it's that much of a difference between Panarin and yeah. Huberto. But yeah, no, Kucherov is legit a problem for other teams. So, mm-hmm. uh, what else do you got for us in this game, Chase? You got any more Tampa news before you slide over to LA? Yeah, well, I could always just talk about Tampa stats for fucking 19 minutes <laughs> yeah. if I really wanted to. Yeah, um, and their fourth liner got 20 goals in only his 20th <laughs> game today. Um, yeah, Pat Maroon. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, yeah, Pat Maroon's a plus 95. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, for a second, I thought that stat was real. <laughs> uh, what about the Kings? No, Tell really some good shit about, about the Kings. Kings. The Kings, they need... A, I guess it's Sean Dursey. It's the Sean Dursey show. That's what it is. Man, he's it is good. the Sean Dursey show. Holy good. crap. My buddy uh, was talking about this guy a while back, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, he's definitely a Leafs good prospect. Bra- you know, like Leafs decent draft pick. Not really think about it too much. And then you watch him the last like week or two, man. This guy's like, yeah, he's, he's been like, awesome. Following in Doughty's footsteps when it comes to like impact on a team. Uh, yeah. It's. He's fun to watch. He's, he's, he's awesome. fun to watch. Two minutes on the three, almost on the power play. Like they're giving him time. It's it's great. I don't. I'm so happy. They got so many young D men, man, that like can pop off at any day and just be a top four guy. Like they have probably yep. seven defensive player, like defensemen who can be a top four guy. Like like Oli Mata, like 
all the jokes aside of his career and how he's played, he's had an awesome season. Uh, obviously, Drew Doughty. Like, they got Tobias Bjornfoot, Anderson, and Dursey. Those are all rookies playing in their defense right now. Yeah, and Dursey <laughs> playing almost 18 minutes per game, yep. which is and pretty ridiculous. Got, he's got sh- half a point per game, man. Sean Walker, yeah. yeah. Wow. Sean, Sean, well, Sean Walker's out. That's huge because he's filling in those shoes massively. Yeah. Um, like, they got so many guys. Like, Grant Clark. They got Grant uh, Grants. They got Spence. Like, uh, Tobias like, Bjornfoot is a guy I yeah. really love. Like, I don't know what it is. I hope yeah, man. he becomes so great because I, I just like how he plays and stuff like that. But an underrated guy that's just so random is Mickey Anderson. Like, he's been playing with Doughty at times and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, just just a random, like, that's... never was supposed to be more than a seventh D-man sort of guy. And he's played that's... 20 minutes, 39 games this year, plus 11. Yeah, something interesting about Mikey, too, is he's not really an offensive guy, but he's not very big, um, which is kind of interesting. So just a little cool thing about Mikey. He's only like 5'11", 5'6", or or something, but he doesn't really like to score. And if we're talking about D, we might as well pump up Matt Roy for filling in for Sean Walker because it's not that Jersey has literally filled in for him because Matt Roy is doing the 20 minutes – 21, sorry. plus 12 like yeah, what the what's going on are there defensemen on this team that are minus like jesus you know? I, wow yeah, i know right? well done well uh, this te- this team is really good it's just surprising <laughs> it's, there's a lot of guys that are just playing the system too yeah exactly um it's fun to watch all these kids uh they always got what? some random kid playing on forward yeah uh, what about that uh, arthur Kalia? yeah fagamo's um, been yeah, playing which Arthie, is awesome but what about arthur Kalia? Yeah, he sniped one mm-hmm. there so mm-hmm. how's he's got seven this year i didn't think he had that many which is pretty no cool. shit hey um, no shit. well look at that goal arthur Kalia power play goal assisted by sean dersey and rasmus kapari like yeah. that is that's your future that is gold. that's that, that's our LA future fan, second line have, right yeah you better have stars in your eyes right now hearing that like that's amazing and we dude we haven't even brought up the fact that like byfield is back from injury and hasn't played nhl game yet like mm-hmm. this year like he's just have you noticed warmed Turcot? up in the ahl you know, turcott yeah turcott's just time. playing too does he play the whole time no, no, he's he's playing no, eight yeah. games still. That's yeah. past like week. That's a couple weeks. So yeah, no. There's another LA King. Before we move off, I want to give a note to is Trevor Moore. Like this guy yeah, was man. a fifteenth forward on the Leafs. Comes to LA in the uh, Campbell trade, and he's got eighteen points in forty games and is a plus seven. As a guy he's who was a-, a fringe NHLer, that's oh. incredible. He's fire. Like that's he's what I awesome, love about this eh? LA team is they yeah, they see wicked. those types of players, the Trevor Moore, the Blake Lazard. Like just these guys are chances. just fire. They're just they they can't stop themselves from just skating fast and just yeah. going going out all you know. So like I just love these types of players and they they fit them in so well. This game that these type like of players minutes, win you dude. cups too, right? Like that's that's the difference. It's these random yeah. players who have the talent, but you just got to believe in them. To play 15, 20, 18 minutes a night, and they're going to be amazing for you. Like, it's it's so good to see that. But uh, what were you saying, Jordan? Uh, I was just saying, yeah, guys that can, like, eat minutes. Yeah, so absolutely love it. Uh, do you have anything else on the Kings before I go and close out the games that we watched for this past couple few days? Uh, no, not no? really. I was just going to poke at Dano's stats here. 22 points in sure. 38 games, so that's... 
Well, that's awesome. There you go, buddy. Man, hey. I'm watching, watching the Kings, too. Yeah, on Dino. He... When I watched Montreal play, I didn't respect him enough at times where I'm like, ah, like, he's really good defensively, but, like, when you don't score, how much value does that have? Like, you can only play third line. Yeah. In, in your mind, you think that. If yeah, you have the right you shutdown it. guy... Oh, you always can... got to think about the fact that like they just don't score goals really yeah. Montreal. Yeah. So like you almost yeah, had exactly, to like, right. yeah, I know you're not getting points, Dano, but in all reality, if you were on a team that got what like because there's other teams in the league that get way more goals than this yeah. per year. So I wonder what would happen there. And we're seeing it. He has he's two points away from how many points he got last year on Montreal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's just great to see. I love that he's bit fit like a glove there behind Kopitar. Like. That team's super be scary. needed. Hey, super like, scary in three young, years. Yeah, yeah, whether they have all these uh, young guys and stuff, like it's this is how you do it. They still have a follow. They haven't traded any of these guys away. Like, make these guys make the team. Force yep. these guys out, and that's that's how you do it because that'll make all these players better. Absolutely, absolutely. Good. So I'm gonna jump into a game here quick and jump over to the Leafs Rangers game last night. Now. Uh, I was kind of half watching this game like I was doing stuff. I was in the middle of doing a whole bunch of stuff. So I, was, I had on the TV walking around watching, but um, both these teams offensively so, so gifted, so gifted. Uh, let's start on the Rangers side of things. Ryan Reeves gets two goals. First time since 2013, he's had a multi-goal game, um, which is insane. Yeah, he, he, he was all over the ice. And like Chase mentioned, I don't know if you mentioned it before the Potter right at the start of it. Uh, he's just running around the ice before the game, uh, trying to catch yeah. Chris Kreider about the Super Bowl prediction. <laughs> Super Bowl yeah, prediction. Yeah. If you yeah, haven't seen that, yeah, oh go check God. out our Twitter uh, on the Couch on Ice. It's on there. And But yeah, so Reeves <laughs> was just having a grand old time. Like Chris Kreider's like skating down, doing like a drill, literally. Yeah. Going to shoot on the net and Reeves like, Chris, wait, wait. <laughs> so good. I, so funny. I love it. Yet again, um, the Leafs blow a 3-1 lead. But yeah, the Leafs blowing a 3-1 lead is the big story of the game. Uh, let's start, like, continue on the Rangers front. With Adam Fox is just continuing that fact that he's going to be a Norris finalist for he must be Years a mean guy because like he gets points or goals and he's just like straight faced and just yeah, looks no like kidding. he's ready to take a punch to the face and it's he like wants to uh, win so bad. why are you so yeah. serious man? <laughs> <laughs> cool, no, dead, no like, kidding <laughs> hey um but yeah you know everybody else usually kind of smiles and like, <laughs> especially just... when they score <laughs> um and then, yeah, just one more player I want to bring up. Uh, Jordan's favorite hockey player, Chris Kreider, scoring 25 goal, 25th yeah, goal of the, the season. Man, never falls uh, off. Yeah, never slowing down. <laughs> You've brought that up like a month ago now, and he just hasn't stopped scoring. Man, it's no, so funny. He, he fucking took that fucking opinion and shoved it right down my throat. <laughs> no yeah. kidding, eh? Um, May have put it up your ass, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well of. And to close off on the Rangers players, actually, got Shesterkin. He let in three early goals, but after that was just a brick wall. Like, he's been so consistent all year. There's been a couple of Vezna finalist goalies who are slowly slipping a little bit, just have bad week or whatever the case yeah. is. But I haven't seen him from Shesterkin yet. I Not once have yeah, I seen he's him really slip. Been good this season. One yeah. of the best goalies. So. Yeah, I actually heard, uh, actually my bro told me that they have him up at the top spot over Vasilevsky right now. 
Yeah, I actually, I have like, there's so many people out there that don't even have Vasilevsky in their top five because there's so many goalies outperforming their usual mm-hmm. stats this year. Mm-hmm. And Vasilevsky is mm-hmm. just doing what he always does, dominate. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah, back- the names I've been hearing are Shesterkin, Quick, Saros, Jari, and Campbell. I actually haven't heard Quick, but I've heard, yeah, I've definitely heard Saros, Shesterkin, Jari, and Campbell are the four I've heard the most. But, yeah, there's um, a lot of guys doing good. Uh, lots of guys doing well. On uh, a Rangers forward, a guy you mentioned, Chris Kreider, 13 tip slash deflection goals yeah, this year. Yeah, he's had so... The next is like five. There's like yeah. three or four guys tied with five. So Man, he's, he's doubling, just always not... in front of the net. And the, the goal he scored against Leeds last night was a shot from the point in front of the net, and he got the rebound. Like, mm-hmm. just, his, just his office, right? So... Love to see it. The Rangers are just offensively terrifying. I think they're a beatable team is the difference. Um, yeah. Not hey, good like, defensively, and they get bailed out a lot, but they just don't stop. There was a couple <laughs> good games where they've been challenged pretty good, but, like, this one wasn't a good, good challenge because not they were really. able to just bust out at the third period. Like, the Leafs were good. All that, but, the Leafs were good like, for this first, like, half of the game. Yeah. and then, But, like, Sheldon Keefe was kind of saying, like, we, I was just gonna we didn't go have, on like, that. an extra little jam, you know? So, I actually have exactly what he said. Uh, Keefe, after the game, came out and said the Leafs were soft and purposeless during loss to the Rangers. When yeah, that's coach, a little harsh. That's harsh. <laughs> I mean, like, Keith's yeah, a like, pretty harsh you guy. Little, you need that extra umph to actually win a game and challenge another team. When you lose a game, like you, it, you need it's, that little extra kick. It's got to be a little bit harder for the. And know what? I don't think Purpose it's that. Sounds a little intense, but I don't think me. it's that intense because of the past week or past like what two two weeks now they've given they've lost three or four games where they've blown leads. Like, That's very it, true. More than two goal lead, like two or more goal leads as well. So, and you lose Maybe to Arizona. Kind of scary, you know? Like you gotta be like you're not gonna win the playoff series those games. Like everyone's like, oh, it's okay, it's one game. Okay, do that in the playoffs. And we're talking about the same thing yeah. we do every year. Yeah, so I've brought this up. I think. Before, yeah, we have like, the way the Leafs and the. Oilers are playing like this is why these guys will not win the Stanley Cup. Like that's this yep. doing this stuff during Absolutely. the regular season is why you don't like hundred percent. These these cup winning teams don't lose three games in a row in general. You know, no, they almost no. don't win, or they almost no. don't lose three games at all. Yeah, at a, yeah. If they have a bad period. game, they show up the next one. Yeah, not <laughs> not going a week long span of underperforming and just yeah, disappointing hey. games right um yeah. but no jump on the Leafs. let's give him a little bit of love uh, let's throw it to mitch marner's wave since it's been two years apparently uh so two years since he scored a playoff <laughs> goal finally pots power one. play power, power play power. sorry that's what i meant to say um it might be a playoff goal too We're not <laughs> sure. yeah <laughs> yeah um so that's just awesome get the monkey off his back i've never worried about that he hasn't scored in two years like most people have. I, he's a playmaker. You got Matthews and Nylander and Tavares on that power play too. They're more of shooters than him, so I get it. It's disappointing, no no shit, but... But but their power play has been disappointing. Yeah, for, yeah their power like... play has been disappointing for like two, three years now. Um, yeah. it's They need to do something. Uh, also, Ilya Mikheyev is still on fire since coming back from the injury. He scored a sixth <laughs> yeah, goal in that game. Like, at... It's How just much really him next year. <laughs> that's the big question, right? Like he's making one point six seven five, I think, or something right now. Yeah, and and he's two goals away from Marner right now. So yeah, exactly right. Creepy. So and they do need a top six left winger. Um, 
to and he just him and him and that Angvol almost like if Angvol can keep going, I really like these guys on these. Yeah, I know. If these guys can stay somewhat cheap, Angvol's actually doing okay. Guys around forever, you know. Like I don't know about Angvol's consistency. Like that's the thing we see him consistently. (laughs) We've seen him be great and not great. So. But he's been fairly consistent to me this year. I don't know how to say, but he's I like been better than most. They bring to the team, but yeah, you could probably trade for more veteran guys that are bring the same sort of stuff, right? Yeah, but, well, it just depends on the money, frankly. If he's yeah, getting exactly. paid, if Engvall has been paid more than one point five, the Leafs won't sign it. I don't yeah, think. Exactly. I don't see a world. Same with like uh, Mikheyev and it being over like. Two two point five ish. So exactly, um, if he wants over two, I think a good. He's got to leave. He's got to. He's gonna have to go somewhere else to get that type of money. Um, and I just got one more forward. Funny enough, it's all the ones who scored. Uh, Michael Bunting. I just want to give him props because he currently has more points right. than Zach Hyman, and is on a three million dollar less cap hit than him. Pretty much, or more than that, actually, yeah, a little he's bit more. Five. Fucking good. Is he on five? five. Yeah, Bunting makes like 70, 750 makes 900K. K. No, Hyman oh, makes... Bunting makes 950 How much does Hyman make? Okay, I thought he got a... 900. Yeah, he, he makes, makes 900. Five. Hyman ma- Oh, Hyman makes 5.5. Five. I thought he only made like 4.5. That's my bad. Um, But yeah, that's still insane. Like four and a half or a little yeah. bit more. That's ridiculous. Bunting's just been so key fitting on this Another. Team. Another good question for a contract. Like, who knows what he what what Luckily, you get out of him. Luckily, they don't have to worry about it until after next season. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. that's a pause. Yeah. That's a huge positive for but them. He is, um, he's great on that line, but yeah. he's not that great. He seems to score half his goals off of the puck hitting him and going in. So hey, they go in. Worrisome. They maybe, go maybe, in. Maybe, right spot. Right time. <laughs> in himself but like yeah no doubt no doubt no, 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 i, I also see him <laughs> winning those puck battles for marner and matthews and the way mars and matthews play they could play without a left winger and it, it you probably wouldn't notice that it's five yeah. four. like marner and matthews are so good at handling the puck it's insane their offensive zone possession the leafs is the best right. we've ever seen um just one thing i wanted to mention too they obviously blowing the lead uh, Muzzin was out. That's a big piece of it. I am in awe about trading him back and forth. Like part of me, I'm like, yeah, trade him. And I'm like, uh, eh. but nobody else plays like him whatsoever. So you kind of need that. So it's just such yeah, a no, shitty like, situation for the Leafs. Especially with this defense. Hey? Like it's, yeah, yeah it's like tough. you need Muzzin. You need you to replace no, him with somebody. You know like what Muzzin. you need? You need a right-handed Muzzin. <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird. That would be weird. Well, you just need them. Hall to step up a little bit again. He's been playing okay lately, actually. I took okay. some of his stats. So he's okay. But I, I he want something. If I'm the Leafs, I'm looking at better than that. I want better. Mm-hmm. Way better. Mm-hmm. For if sure. I, if for you're sure. trying to win and they are, you got to get better than that. So. So yeah, uh, that's all I got for the Leafs game. It's kind of funny they blew another game. It's, it's typical Leafs, um, like they're gonna be a playoff team. Yeah. But they need to worry but, about like this playoff wise. Muzzin, uh, <laughs> yeah, Muzzin now. You're um, relying on Lilligren, Sandine, Alex Biega, buddy. Biega, yeah, playing. Naka just playing a twelve minutes there with Dermot. Um, Dermot, I'm getting worried about Dermot. I don't like Dermot very much. I wonder. He's if struggling he's gonna... past couple weeks here a bit. Hey. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe it's um, just a little more patience. It's hard to say that with him because I feel like we've been talking about that, or the community of Toronto has been talking about that for three years. But yeah, maybe definitely. Just jumping the gun. I think yeah. I think a little bit because he started the season off so well. I would like to watch the rest of the season with him and then determine. 
if he it's keeps just like getting worse and not where, yeah, like the problem is he's at that dumb cap limit where it's like you cost money it's not that much and money, you can't send him like, down yeah if you start if you just have a great half of your season or something like that all of a sudden things get dicey high. and you want more money and like who are you going to become sort of thing like right luckily yeah. that's a contract you don't have to worry about until after next season so mm-hmm. exactly own, right so yeah. those are some at least saving graces with some names that are questionable you don't have to worry about money going up for a couple of years so which the Leafs is primary worry cool. is so uh yeah. but yeah anyways that's that's a review of some of the games i hope you like the format difference of us kind of speeding through a couple of games and then going in deep each about a game i think it works better uh let's dive into our first segment of the podcast and go to our all-star game segment oh god let's uh, well, i'll throw it to you chase because this is your segment so you can kind of it's the same yeah, thing we did up. yet last podcast just with a different division so yeah, yep, basically, we're hitting the Atlantic Division, so go with over the theme, format. Baby. <laughs> yeah, keep the theme since we're talking about it quite a bit already. Um, yeah, so just make creating a NHL roster here uh, to give a nod to all the guys that are truly all stars for the league. Uh, this one was a little bit diff- more difficult as she's a little more star studded than the last one so there's going to be a lot of random mentionables that are probably uh yeah (laughs) yeah should probably be in but it's insanely hard to take out some of the guys you well here here (laughs) i'll put it in perspective um for people there are three teams in the atlantic they're in the top seven in the nhl Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that that should give you enough so yeah saving grace buffalo and montreal are in this division so it should balance it out (laughs) but anyways continue those those four teams like uh florida tampa toronto and boston like you could actually put like five guys in it's like an all-star team there guys it's it's literally that's your all-star team plus one like senator and and two wings or something (laughs) like that's it i was honestly i was gonna break the rules here i was gonna break my own rules and scratch uh a couple of the guys because i I wanted to put these guys in the actual starting (laughs) lineup which you know whatever it doesn't yeah oh yeah it's uh, it's for fun uh so the old bees i almost took old patrice out but i couldn't do it so i got the line yeah marshan bergeron and pasta uh, the other guy I tossed in was McAvoy, but let's hit some Shocker. quick stats. <laughs> Shocker, um, McAvoy in the top line. Eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how do you not put McAvoy in the way he's playing? 24 minutes, uh, 24 points, 33 game. That's 0.7. That's right. I have a, in that spot. I have a question. I points per game. And while, you're on Mac, while you're on McAvoy, I just want to jump in and ask uh, just a simple quick question. Is he the best defensive defenseman in the NHL? I have no idea. Is it like it makes you think? About I wonder. It. It's just, just something to think he's, about. He's gotta be because he's gotta be. He's gotta be up there. I he's up there for sure. sure. He's definitely up there. But that's why I said, is he the best? Because there's not anyone off the top of my head I could think of today. Yeah, we got so, well, we'll can, But anyways, well, we're, we're, yeah, other than Petrangelo, we're just we gotta start doing that. Other than Petrangelo, other than Crosby. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyways, continue. Marsha and. 43 points in 31 oh, games. Oh, man. He's got... 1.39 And 20 goals. Is it 20 or 21? Yeah, 20 goals. 20 man. goals. 20 goals. Oh, 
It's insane. 17 power play points. That's probably up there when it comes down to it. And let's go to behind McDavid dry sidle. You know, might as well have two shorthanded goals, you know, because I'm Brad Marchand and I don't not play. Yeah, that's uh, the thing too. Uh, teams have been starting to play their stars on the PK a little bit more, and it mm-hmm. works. <laughs> so I just found that yeah. that's interesting. But uh, continue. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, Pasta, he's been clipping decent. Nothing amazing. Uh, you, you see him really bounce up some games and some weeks and stuff like that. But 32 points, 36 games, 16 goals. Um, Bergeron hanging out basically right with him. 31 points, 35. Uh, games uh both hit about 19 minutes weirdly enough Bertrand's only playing 18 minutes this year so Load I almost, snubbed him. I almost snubbed him but when you have a 62 percent face-off percentage yeah. i just couldn't do it <laughs> yeah no he's he'll play 18 minutes until the end of the like till for the regular season then playoffs will come and it'll be like 23 minutes yeah, minutes. exactly. So yeah, just got to get through the regular season. And well, the, get... the East is set. <laughs> let's be honest. Like, the East playoffs yeah. are set. We yeah, know like, who they are. Let's actually – Oh, it was an insane uh, points percentage difference. Like, it's like, yeah. crazy compared to the next – Well, here, uh, I'll, I'll look, I think I'll look right Islanders. now and we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it after the All-Star segment, but I'll have it ready for right afterwards. Oh, so, I got it. Six, six, oh, three, yeah. nine winning percentage for Boston, and they're in the second that's wild card spot. And that's the insane. next one is Detroit at five twelve. That's a whole. That's a yeah. full points yeah. percentage. And yeah. More like and more. That's insane. So yeah, it's basically <laughs> said already. Uh, let's go kick it to the Buffalo Sabers. Now I, oh, did I start? <laughs> I was gonna name Tage Thompson. I was just gonna go off straight recency bias and not that's even. That's the think only name I can think of. And go Tage Thompson or Jeff Skinner just because they've been playing somewhat actually good this year. Skinner's well, at least leading the said, team in goals. If uh, you send Jeff I, Skinner, there would be a riot in the NHL. Well, he makes like nine million dollars. You better go do something for him. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I ended up going with Dolly and just, I don't know, how do you not? He's the biggest key to this Name. team. 23 <laughs> minutes, like he is, when they when he does good, they do good. So I don't know, I kind of stuck with kind of an obvious one. And the forward rosters are no, pretty what? epic on this the, team. So. I know the sample size is definitely not big enough, but I, I would almost put Alex Tuck based on like the criteria yeah. he's been so good um yeah. defensively I, I look at jacob bryson because of i just impressed with him at his age doing what he's doing on a no-name team um yeah i, know I was, I was 12, gonna but... put cousins in there and yeah there's yeah in all reality no, no, nobody should go like yeah that's, honestly. that's actually how it that's i think the best be. one that could probably go would be cousins or delane obviously um just for sheer skill like yeah um, exactly so. yeah but anyways, exacto. Take Michael Hauser after last game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No like, take Dustin. Take their goalies. Should be the ones that show up. Yeah, should we'll take Dustin Hauser or Malcolm? Like uh, one of those Uko, three Pekka, can Luka go. Uko, yeah, one of those four. Um, so do you ain't got any other names from Buffalo? <laughs> God no, God no. I only picked Dolene. Uh, um, I'm surprised you picked Dolene. <laughs> I know. I'm surprised I picked any. Like I said, I almost wanted to scratch this guy because it's like, I why? Um, <laughs> any hoot nanny and a hoedown. Let's go to my boys, the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, I got Larkin in there. How do you not put Larkin in? I think he's just the heart yeah. and soul of the team, and he has been even last year as well when Bertuzzi was hurt, and there was no rain room and no cider, so that 
don't worry, I'm not naming those guys. I'm just naming Larkin because I'm not going oh, that recency bias. You didn't add Raymond. No Raymond, no Cider. Just I would have added one. Lowly. No, not doing it. I Too think the top boards. three Calder finalists should be there and not count as a roster spot, actually. Um, but that's just a whole different That's interesting. Um, I think they should do a rookie team, like a starting line of rookie team, or at least like each division has to take a rookie. That would a be interesting. A rookie team would probably be a good idea. A rookie team would not? probably be better. Because then you take like Raymond, Lundell, Cider in the Atlantic. The Atlantic would yeah, win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... Anyways, no doubt, no doubt. Continue, um, continue. So that's basically my only starting lineup guy, but I did squeeze my boy Alex Nedeljkovic in as my nice. extra goalie. Had to do it. I just love him. He's been at, well. We got to think about it. Last year he was so good, and it's this between year, it's, it's between really him hasn't. and uh, him and Bob. So yeah, exactly. And I just. Honestly, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a sneak. I, I snuffed Bob just because of yeah, well, uh, exactly. consistency in last year. I was like, you know what? Technically, Nadovic has been more consistent. He's been last... better for the last whole year. That's true. All-star, <laughs> so, all-star game. So he's my last uh, scratch guy there for the extra goalies. Where do I want to go? Should have taken that next? Forsberg from Ottawa, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That's six games. That's, a name. Or That's a name. Up. That's a goalie name. Uh, but anyway, sorry. Continue your next uh, team. So let's go to Montreal. Man, I almost beat my head against the wall like seventy times trying to figure this one out. I almost went with Jeff Petrie because, in all reality, it was like the he was great for them last, last year. year and um, it's just better been... lately. He's been a little yeah, bit exactly. better lately. He started off season so, so, so bad. Yeah, like, and I almost wanted to give it to him just because he's showing to be a little bit better lately. Right. And, well, the guy logs minutes for this team. That's that's what he's there for, 23 minutes. But uh, sure. I didn't go with Nick Suzuki. I went with Tyler Toffoli, honestly. Yeah, I agree. 100% yeah, I agree. Only yeah. other person I might agree over well, it took is Josh so Anderson. Long. Dude, it took me so long to pick Tyler Toffoli. Yeah. It, <laughs> but, for me, it's Toffoli or, or Josh Anderson because no, no. those two are the most important for this team going back to last year and still yeah. this year are doing no, something. No. Yeah, exactly. Hey, if, yeah. Even if it's not much. Yeah, both of them playing 17 minutes. Uh, Toffoli, nothing spectacular right now. Just 19 points, 27 games. Um, so like I a will... 1.8 or 0.8 points per game pace-ish, 0. Seven. Yeah. So and I'll just go back to the start of the year here and see what he's got for these guys. Give me a second. I wanted to. No, that's cool. I got oh, a couple. I'll just uh, mention 70. some names. Oh, so this it. year it was seventy-nine games, sixty-three points is what Foley's ripping over the nice. since January first. That's pretty uh, good. So yeah, very big key. Most power play goals as well with nine. So. Uh, averaging the 0.8 point per game, which is kind of like my standard sort of thing when it comes to this uh, yeah, uh, all-star sort of thing. So let's get out of there. If you got anything else you want to no, say. No, I quick. got nothing on Montreal. This team's just a fucking nightmare. Yeah, exactly. Another one of those teams where they're playing so bad this year, you could almost snuff them and scratch this guy instead of having them in the starting lineup or Absolutely. just not name anybody. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to Ottawa, where honestly, this was crazy hard to leave guys out. Like, Jake, yeah, Drake Batherson, Brady Kachuk. Like, it's tough to say no to these guys, but I did say no to them. And I feel bad for it. 
um, over since January first uh, of last year, Bathurst has been hitting. Uh, it's an 80, 83 games, 65 points. That's 0.78 points per game. So he's right in that clip that I'm talking yeah. about. 25 power play points, guys. Like that's quite a bit. Uh, he's playing 17 minutes, and that's over all of like last year. So like, uh, I'll get, I'll switch my stats back over to see, by season this year here. Um, for Batherson. Yeah, for Batherson. This year he's got 31 points in 27 games, so he's over yeah, a point exactly. per game. Yeah, so he's right now like, and he's, he's a plus now? four. Nineteen minutes, dude. Yeah, plus four. Like, yeah, I don't know crap. how you don't take Batherson now after. I took, that. I took Shabbat. That is why. Yeah, okay. The reason I did that is because Shabbat's, it's yeah. twenty-seven minutes, and like I said, this is a pretty star-studded forward group. Yeah. I, I put Toffoli in, so You're he right. would. You're like right I said, I would have taken him. You, you you have to put Shabbat. He's the most important player on this team. Yeah, by far. 100%. By far. No, like, <laughs> Shabbat is this team's present and future of defense. Without him, they're in trouble, I think. Like, yeah. San- they better hope Sanderson is a legit number two behind him because... Because Brandstrom hasn't looked like he's going to be that, so that's getting sketchy. Yeah, exactly. I'm terrified for Ottawa. They just, like... We already knew they were going to lose the Mark Stone trade, but, like, they really lost the Mark Stone trade. They should have taken, <laughs> should have taken Suzuki over fucking Branstrom, I guess. Uh, hey, no doubt, no doubt. Anyways, no. sorry, go up on tangent. Shabbat's your main man in Ottawa. Indeed. So he's in my starting lineup. You know what? Fuck Toffoli. I'm take, I would take Batherson over Toffoli. Screw Montreal. They're the misfit team that misses out. Yeah, no, like I said, like uh, Buffalo and Montreal are two yeah, teams where honestly. I'd be very okay with throwing out the rule that I have of having everybody represent the All-Star and yeah, yes, not have them. In because I want to see the best. This isn't particip- – what Nathan McKinnon says is perfect. It's not a participation thing. It's yeah, exactly, who's the best players. Exactly. So. Um, but let's go to the Florida Panthers and talk about a bunch of guys that should be on this team as well. Um, Anthony uh, Duclair. Why don't we list the names Sam that Bennett. shouldn't be on the team and they'll go faster? Um, like this team that's is what, just worse. That's what I'm saying. Like, good team. Duclair, Sam Bennett, and Carter Verhage are basically all stars. If you actually look at yep. Duclair's stats, man, from like the last little bit, is it, it's insane. The guy's a plus 27 just this year. Yeah, um, so I look good, back, man. it was like a start of points. March or something like that, or like all of that. Like, he was at like a plus 45 and a point per game. Yeah. Um, Duclair has been just madness. The only reason I had to snuff him was basically, I guess he only played 15 minutes. Had to make right. an excuse, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that gives you more of a reason to go on. <laughs> just like scoring that <laughs> many might. points in 15 minutes. Like, that's impressive. Yeah, I know. Uh, right? uh, but the obvious, I understand why on... there's four yeah. guys that are pretty obvious to go at before them. Um, I have only three guys going on I this have, team, and have, one of them is my – oh, sorry, four. I do have four. Uh, the fourth guy is this extra D-man. I have Mackenzie yeah. Weger as my extra D-man. I think Just it's a simply because, crazy that he's an extra, honestly. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, like I'm saying, like the Darlene could be kicked out and you could throw him in or whatever. But honestly, I'm going to stick to at least representing one guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, so – Clearly, Aaron Eckblad's in there. He's yeah. been dynamite. And I got Barkov and Huberto. Like, yeah, the obvious, obvious guys. Obvious um, guys. You know, Huberto hitting a 1.36 points per game, 53 points in 39 games. 
almost 19 minutes, and then you go to Ekblad. He's 25 minutes. He plays every game, plus 27 right now. He's almost at a point per game, Aaron Ekblad. Uh, yeah, 35 points, 38 games. Like, wowie, wowie. Um, what's Barkov hitting for time on ice right now? Probably just something dumb or what 20 just straight up 20 right now 50 percent, 55 percent face off percentage that's pretty nice. uh just to give you a quick hit on the old ridiculous stats of these florida panther guys because they're just a fucking machine guys. <laughs> god is that awesome uh where do we want to go i'll go to tr- no we'll go Tampa. go to the big boys i'm intrigued here up- to pick here I'll bring up my uh, I these I got two guys with my extra forwards because I feel so bad for even leaving one of them out. Yeah. Palat and Kalorn. Yeah. Like, I don't know fair. if you've seen Kalorn's stats lately, but in like the last yeah. like year, he's been like absolutely psychotic. Like he's hitting yeah, he's like a, a point nine point per game right now. It's so dumb. Nineteen and a half minutes, guys. Playing like this is not eight. like he's playing like fifteen or seventeen like we all thought he was for the last. However, no. no, this guy's uh, playing like almost 20 minutes every scenario. It's it's amazing what he's actually done. You watch the game. I'm sure if you watch Tampa games, you notice him. Uh, him and Palat have been just yeah. everything for this team. Can I, just, throw, um, can I throw in an extra forward? That you... They have all-stars, yeah. but they don't. Like, these guys are all-stars for those all-stars. Yeah. So it's like, how do... I got a ne- yeah. another Tampa name too that like obviously he's not going to the All Star game, not even close. Like there's so many guys above him, but I just want to throw shout him out. Corey Perry is casually having an unreal season. He has 20 points in 41 games mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. as a let's see how old Corey Perry. That's actually, a point every 36. other game, boys. Yeah, that's for a 36 year old winger playing fourth line minutes third fourth line minutes 14 like, minutes yeah 14 like third minutes. line minutes boy. that's awesome so no, I, I just wanted to shout cory perry because he's a stud um but anyways rolling back the years yeah no yeah, kidding okay. man like oh so good but you can continue chase what else uh what names oh yeah well what I got do you got the obvious in there guys. the obvious guys the obvious guys i got in there are point stammer and headman yeah uh, Brought up Hedman before. Sucks I don't need to say anything Cooch. else about Hedman from what no. I said earlier in the episode. Like, this guy is just, he had one of those games where he's just the greatest person on earth. He's uh, probably, probably the minutes. best left D in the NHL. Him or yeah, Yossi. Yeah. Him or Yossi. Yeah. 25 minutes per game plus 14. 43 points in 41 games. He is getting over a point per game after that four point night. Yeah. Um. So that's all you need to say. He doesn't even need to get points for the next two days just to <laughs> stay at a point per game. Yeah. Uh, st- <laughs> Stammer. Um. Oh wait. Yeah, he's got the most power play points. Fifteen power play points. Stammer uh, this season. Yeah. Uh, no, Hedman. Oh, Hedman. Stammer right those. behind him. Stammer right behind him with fourteen. He's got eight power play goals. Stammer. Yeah, man. Oh boy, fifty-two percent face-off percentage. Eighteen he and a half has... minutes. That a boy. He's on pace to score like forty goals this year, Stamkos. Like, mm-hmm. casually. Mm-hmm. Nobody's talking about how he's got over a point per game and he's on pace for 40. <laughs> yeah, and he had who to play with for, like, about no, a month Sorelli. And a <laughs> that's, and that's about it. Latin <laughs> um, <laughs> Taylor Radish. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, Dote. Uh, uh, Corey Perry. Corey Perry, yeah. <laughs> Pat, Pat Maroon. 
Um, and then obviously the other guy is Braden Point. Point per game again. He's so legit. Uh, He's legit. 15, He's so good, man. 15 minutes. Uh, you thought 18 and a half minutes was kind of small and weird out of Stamkos. That's because Braden Point plays 1940. So yeah. yeah. He's their number uh, one center. He is so fast. Like mm-hmm. so fast. He is one of the better skaters in the NHL. Uh, okay. Top five. Like, he just blows past defensemen, and it's and crazy. It's so crazy. I'd say yeah. he's probably the third fastest player with the puck in the NHL. That's behind, a good point. Like Behind McDavid puck, man, and – Behind, I'd say, McDavid and maybe McKinnon. Those are the only two players that might be faster with the puck. And even McKinnon might not be. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So, yeah, hey. yeah, he's just ridiculous. I, go, I can talk about Braden Point all day. All day. Yep. Definitely, definitely. I'll give out the big snub on Kucherov that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. 15 points, nine games. This guy is ridiculous. <laughs> 1.67 points per game, 20 minutes. Like, yeah. yeah, whatever, man. Play more games. How about that? I'll put you in here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the other guy's Vasilevsky, obviously. Yeah. Net. Um, since I'm going to segue team. this into Toronto. I named Jack Campbell my starting goalie over Vassy oh, yeah. just because. Um, Unexpected. I, I, do I have to? Do I have to? Not really. He's a Vesna right. finalist for a guy that was pegged as a career backup for the rest of his life and is quickly turning into a number one goalie. I don't think yeah. that's all you got to say. I'll put it this way. I'm a little worried that he's going to never play this good again. So I'll I give do him a have nod now. Actually, I will see if I can. You can talk about the and Leafs everybody knows Vasilevsky. Yeah. <laughs> I tweeted, uh, I retweeted something that I found very interesting about Jack Campbell. So here it is. Uh, his first 14 starts this season, uh, he had a goals against average of 1.67 and a save percentage of a 0.943 and three shutouts. The next 14 starts after that were he had a goals against average of 2.84, save percentage of 912. And only one oh, shutout. Yeah, so, so he's oh, yeah, definitely so normal numbers after, normal numbers <laughs> after the first 14. Yeah, um, yeah. But he's still playing awesome and making super save every game. At least mm-hmm. two super saves a game. So, yeah. No, 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 no man. You can no, go no. continue with uh, the other guys. Oh, uh, yes. The Leafs. Man. Oh, I snubbed Marner. I didn't put Marner in because he didn't score a power play goal for ever. <laughs> And that was that was my reason. It was literally I needed a random reason to snub uh, one of the. I couldn't put all four of them in. I, right. I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it. But I did put Nylander in, Matthews and Tavares because Nylander's been Nylander's quite been their best second best player. Matthews is their best player. Like yeah, those yeah. two I, make sense. I, I it's interesting about Tavares. Um, picking Tavares over Marner. I yeah, think, hey, I think uh, a lot of people just, wouldn't. But I understand. I, I feel it. you. I feel you. I just. Give uh, Tavares one more nod because I think he's been playing really, really outstanding. Yeah, he has. Bit. I mean, he has played well. So give him the nod there. Shows how good their team is, like forward wise, though. So yeah, like I said, you could put four to five guys on all top on yeah. the, on those yeah. oh, top yeah. four teams in the All Star game if you really wanted to. But just to be slightly recency biased, like I said, Marner got his power play goal finally, so yeah. wasn't enough for me. But the reason I sad I didn't put him in is because of the fact that he's gets like 21 minutes he plays yeah. an insane amount of minutes um my thing is he's so good defensively that's kind of hard not to put him in it for me uh, like he's <laughs> so underrated defensively because of his cap hit that 
people sometimes don't notice, but if you ISO Cam Marner for a game, he's the, he probably has more takeaways than any other player on the ice. Unless they're playing mm-hmm. Vegas and then Mark Stone will. But he is like the second most in the NHL as a winger. So, uh, but uh, no, yeah, uh, so fair, 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 fair. Since, since uh, April 1st, uh, 53 games, roughly, is about 56, I guess it would be. Uh, Matthews, Tavares, and Nylander are the most highest on the points. Uh, 65 points for Matthews in 42 games since April 1st. Fool April Fools, boys. Uh, yeah. That's a 1.23 points per game, 20 minutes per game, almost getting to 21. 53% face-off percentage. And the big reason I put Tavares in, 57.9 face-off percentage that's sick it's ridiculous that's, that's awesome. ridiculous that's really good that's really, really um good. and also a point per game good. point per game over there since april 1st um obviously these guys are just pretty madness on the power play i didn't mention matthew's got 11 in the last 11 power play goals in the last 53 uh but oh he's Mar- also his i forgot to mention during the game i can't believe i forgot to bring it up he his away games goal streak just ended at a, a 10 games Oh, it did now. Yeah. yeah, it ended last night. It shouldn't have. He scored last night, but they said it was a kicking motion, which... Oh, yeah, the flip. I don't... With the, I, it, was, his, it was a little, yeah. but I would have... Based on some of the calls they made this year, I would have called that a goal. I've seen way worse kicking motions that they've called goals in the past year or two, so... But yeah, whatever. Pretty, whatever. Yeah. Um. But just to give you a reason to why I threw Nylander in there, uh, he's just <laughs> had a little bit more points. Marner's missed a few games from Nylander's last year. Been he's better. hitting that one point. And, like, when you watch, yeah, he just seems better. He just he is better he, right now. He's like he's, we, we see him evolve now, and he's playing yeah. way – Yeah. yeah he, he's on pace for 82 points, whereas, like, yeah, statistically, I bet Marner's better. But he also – Marner missed a couple games, so that's a shot at him. <laughs> Um, Marner sucked to start the year. Like th- to start this year, yeah. for the first three four weeks, he was awful, like completely yeah. terrible. And the so. other reason I'm snubbing Marner is there's another there's an evolution to him. Like what I just said about Nylander, he's evolved, and yeah. I think we see who Nylander is going to be, and he's being that guy. Um, he's Marner. He still needs to do that. Yeah, Marner yeah, still needs bit. to evolve into who he's truly going to be for the rest of his career. Because like you said, all of a sudden inconsistency. These few games being missed isn't that big a deal, but yeah. I just yeah. wanted to snub him because of the whole not getting a power play goal. You're better than that. You play all these minutes. You're, you are you can bring even more to this team somehow, buddy. I just, yeah, fair enough. That's it. Um, Obviously, Morgan Riley in there. Should have talked about him a little bit more. Yeah. 40 points, 56 games. That's a .71 points per game, which is exactly in my range for defensemen. 24 yep. minutes almost. This guy is Morgan Riley. He is. He's the he heartbeat awesome. of the team, man. Like he really is the heartbeat of this team. You can yeah, tell 100%. when when he's he he. I think I'm still gonna hold on to this until the end of this team is a thing. Um, I think Morgan Riley should have been the captain of this hockey team. I really do. Yeah. Over Tavares, like, yeah, I, I love Tavares. I love Tavares. Yep. I understand why you gave him the C. He was a captain, Long Island. He was a longtime Toronto boy. Came home, took less money. Yada yada, all the fun shit. But you respect a guy who has been here through hell since 2012, and 
stuck yeah. stuck you with you through everything. Ice, he's such a leader. Yeah, like as so. No, I love yeah. You Morgan probably Riley. feel kind of dumb about him. not giving him the C now. I, that I he do. Signed a contract, right? Yeah. You know? Yep. Absolutely. Like no, it's you... like gosh. Yeah, we probably should have done that. But yeah, exactly. But it's not. It a makes thing it that matters. In makes it easier to give room. Matthews the C after is to give it to Tavares because he's older. Like that's the biggest no thing I think they did it actually is so Matthews no can get the captain in like two, three years, three years. Yeah, once that contract's up or something. Yeah. So. so. Um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, so that's your that, full team. That is the that is the full team. Cool. Well, the full team. Since you listed all the players, why don't you just list the important six players? Your starting lineup. My starting lineup. I got Jack Campbell between the pipes. Um, got, are, wait, are we gonna go goal? Are we gonna go position yeah, together? Let's okay. Let's cool. Let's well, I'm Jack, starting. Jack Attack Boy. Jack Campbell. Yeah. It has to be for me. Um, he's. This de- Leafs team defensively sucks some, a lot of nights, and he's there mm-hmm. to bail them out. I love Vassy. I understand it, but I'm going Jack. Jordan? Yeah, no, it's the same for me. It's Jack Campbell. Um, I agree with what you say about Vasilevsky, but like the thing is, Vasilevsky has been doing this, and he will continue to do this for probably maybe five another years. decade or so. Yeah, five, ten years. Yeah, right. yeah he's... So, um, <laughs> so I hold Vasilevsky to a higher regard. Yeah. And then the big thing for it's me about Jack It's tough to do Campbell, that, but it is, yeah. Yeah, but you kind of have to, right? Yeah, when you play at an exceptional level, you yeah, are expected a... to continue to play at an exceptional he is, level. He is yeah. just like uh, Petrangelo and Crosby. Like, just yes. stop talking about who the best goalie is. Stop talking about who the best D-man is. Stop talking about who the best forward is. Absolutely. Let's talk about the next guys. Yeah. <laughs> After those guys. That's the the <laughs> debate is who is, who is like, the next best. It's not, yeah. like, or like, who sorry, could challenge sorry. the best. It's not who yeah. is the best. Yeah, like, so. sorry, uh, the league's even snubbing Vasilevsky for awards, yeah. but they know it, too. They're like, you're you're the best. Everybody knows you're like, the best. You, you got your Stanley win, Cups. Yeah, Don't worry you, about it, man. You get Conn Smythe Stanley Cups. He'll win again. Yeah. But, yeah, no, yeah. it's Jack. Yeah. It's Jack, so. Uh, okay. yeah, the right thing D. for that was just oh. the fact that Jack Campbell is second in the league for shutouts. He has four yeah. behind Jacob Markstrom's five. Nice. Yeah, nice. That's nice. that's awesome. So, um, oh, yeah, yeah what, do you, uh, what do you got for your right D? I'll give you my defense. Your defense. What about your whole D combos? I think it's pretty obvious in this. uh, It's not. (laughs) It's not to me. There's like you could five names that I put down. You've got you've got arguments for sure, but uh, Ekblad and Hedman are mine. That's I don't know if I could go away with with those. I had I I've changed. Yeah, I've changed this four times, but it is Ekblad Hedman for me. Um, I had Shabbat in there because of what he's done for Ottawa is he needs more recognition sometimes. Uh, yeah. I had Uyghur in there on the left as well. I, I think he's just been better somehow than last year, and he just keeps getting better. I love Mackenzie Uyghur. And then yeah. on the right side, you got Ekblad McAvoy for me, who are the two that I yep. hummed in odd, but then you said like Ekblad point per game. I was like, okay, I'm going to pick Ekblad over Uyghur. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to pick the Florida defense when they get scored on a lot. So I picked the headman, but yeah, um, all the same so far. Uh, do we have the same? I presume we have the same forwards, honestly, too. Um, I, I almost... There were four names that came up for me, so I wouldn't be surprised if maybe there's one. Yeah, I'm a little unsure about the right winger. I got Barkov and Huberto playing okay. center and left. 
But the right wing spot, I'm actually not really sold on the Huberto thing. I almost wanted to throw a Marchand in there because obviously that guy's just an animal on the ice. But uh, I just wanted to pump Huberto and Barkov's tires. But I got Stammer as my okay. right guy. Interesting. But I wanted to put point. I, I, I didn't know what yeah. to do there. Yeah, because like in reality, you'd probably give it to point over like you're looking over like the last year. Probably like not just. Yeah, yeah you'd probably give fair. it to point, right? That's fair. But um, I'm giving it to Stammer because he's the coolest guy on earth. He's the closest thing to Steve Eisman other than Braden Point. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right, Jordan, what do you got? Because they are so far different. <laughs> um, yeah, I've got I've got one different name. I the first name penciled down for me was Jonathan Huberto. Yeah, me too. Yeah, nice. Like he, nice. He's, he's my left winger. So, yeah, he is my left winger. Um, totally agree with that. Early on the right, I've got the stammer. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I went two left wingers and I went Brad Marchant. Like he's been. So, yeah, that was my so, other option. So good. That's what I had for a while, but I decided to stick Matthews down the middle. I took Matthews down the middle as well. That's where I was like, wow. Like I understand the bark off of it all, and you're talking about talking about last season too. Well. How about the Rocket winner from last year who's continued mm-hmm. to be – what's his stats for goals? How many goals does he have in games? Because, like, I'm pretty sure it's, like, uh, 25 goals in 35 games. Are you shitting since, me? Since <laughs> April Fool's Day of 2021, he has 42 goals in 53 games. Yeah, like, that's – yeah, come on. Like, and he's, like, being talked about for the Selkie this year. Like, his defensive game is rounding out. Like, he gets <laughs> so good defensively, and he doesn't play the penalty kill. Yeah, he's he's doing pretty good for defensively and progression. What were you about to say there, Chase? Um, I was just gonna say that his goals per game is like the same as like the Most defense and we're putting in here game. for points per game. Like, yeah, like that's that's stupid. Like I love Barkov and Point. Like don't get me wrong, I like I said, I could put those guys in my team any day over players. But Matthews oh God, is yeah, they're fucking beauties. Matthews is a different breed. He's that tier with McKinnon, Drysital. Yeah, like he's really kind of those guys. I'll give you the reason I snubbed him in a sense is basically because I think there's more and there's another level of Matthews that we're gonna see, and I know we'll see it. I, I don't I, know if like, Barkov's gonna agree. get better. See, I agree with that, but I don't care if they're going to get better to be snubbed. Like, I I no just doubt, want no the doubt. best, so I don't look at – I don't counter that in as much. But that's a fair point. Like, he is going to get better. Barkov probably is what he is, and that is a number one – Looking at it now, it does look three, like Barkov a few games. So maybe if I looked at this again – Yeah, he I was injured for, for – remember, we thought he was going to be injured for, like, the half the year, and then it turned yeah, out exactly. only be a couple yeah, weeks, so – that, yeah that was scary that knee hit yep. exactly so i that's bigger reason for me with but matthews he's getting more percent winning percentage old bar yeah that's, that's ridiculous 53 that's awesome matthews. okay matthews is pretty good but yeah yeah that's pretty good hey so um but yeah, anyways that's all boys yeah that's it for the all-star game that's all we got time for anyways so we don't have time to talk about some of the skills we got two more segments with the all-star so we got time to talk about segments if we don't dive too deep but uh, let's just get around, get in around the news around the league. I'm just going to start rifling shit off. So jump in when you feel. Can I start? Yes, you can. Pretty, Absolutely. I'm pretty stoked about this. Uh, there is a new team introducing a new oh, team yes. to the AHL boys. The Seattle Kraken are getting their own baby Kraken franchise. The Coachella Valley Firebirds. Yeah. Yes. 
the yeah. Firebirds compared to the Kraken. Completely different, yes, indeed. But, <laughs> uh, it's pretty dope. Check it out on Twitter. They can show the threads yeah. and stuff like that. It's 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 pretty hit, tight, boys. Hit them a follow, too. We just did. So love to see that. Love to see those AHL teams that are super dope. Firebirds. Oh, mm-hmm. what a name. And a I'm name. actually seeing some... Uh, uh, Carson Kuhlman getting picked up by Seattle. So I wonder if they'll just start claiming all these guys that everybody has to put through waivers because they had to pick them up for COVID. I wonder if Seattle can just start claiming everybody. And, and just, just play them. In the and a. then just have a sick AHL team. Yeah. <laughs> Should do. I guess they say they started uh, on January 24th, apparently. <laughs> so like maybe they could just start claiming the shit out of that guys. That would be sweet. An AHL team. <laughs> that would be sweet. But, That'd be awesome. <laughs> Um, no, super, hey, super dope AHL team. I love to see it too. So, uh, no, I just, I don't actually have that much for the league. We kind of talked about it naturally through talking about some of the games, like Sam Bennett scoring his return to Calgary, all that fun stuff. But got some Bruins news here as they retired Willie O'Ree's jersey number. Uh, he was the first african-american male to play in the nhl if you don't know he was just inducted to the hall of fame this past i was it this past induction or the one before it was one of the two i can't remember uh, yeah um, i'm not sure but yeah no just super cool interesting we saw obviously pronger the other night and willow reeds already passed away unfortunately but just nice to see him honor his memory a bit uh yeah, moving absolutely forward uh like you said yeah we pretty much mentioned everything because i was going to talk about that twitter feud with marshawn but we already did with with carolina uh so let's go to vegas and we got a little bit of eichel news as pete DeBoer came out and said that eichel is still about a month or two away so unfortunately we won't be seeing him this month and not looking likely but maybe sometime in february late february is probably when we're looking at the date um and yeah, I just got two more things. Both Canadian teams. Uh, do you guys want to talk about the bad news or the good news team first? <laughs> can tell who the bad let's news team good. is. All right, let's see the good. Uh, let's Montreal actually. Uh, Kent Hughes. He had a press conference. Talked about what he wants. He emphasized emphasized patience on this team, which we knew was going to happen. Happens with every GM that's signed. They take a year to think about what they want to do. Typically and do small moves in the meantime. Uh, but he envisions building a very fast offensive minded team. So that's going to be exciting. If that comes to fruition with how boring Montreal has been for the past decade or two. Well, they can't help themselves, but draft and acquire five foot eight players. So they might as well. Right. <laughs> yeah. And well, his, the two players that he picked as the cornerstone pieces, can you name them? Uh, Suzuki and Caulfield, right? So He's yep. going to focus around them. And on defense, he really loves the look of Romanov and Guli and thinks Guli has potential to be a future mm-hmm. cap- captain of the team, which would be interesting. Um, yeah. He's got that yeah, leadership role. Yeah, Romanov's awesome. And then great. Just It's nice to have 2D. Uh, sucks they're on the left side, but uh, 2D that are really good touted as forwards uh let's jump into the bad news i don't want to dive too deep in like galaxy brain this because it's it happens all the time and we all know dry seidel isn't the best interview so uh <laughs> i'm sure you've heard it leon dry and reporter jim matheson have a i called it a spit with quotations in the media conference after the game basically matheson asking what they need to do better and leon giving a short answer, which 
if you watch his press conferences, he is never gives a good answer. Yeah, and if you watch like the whole like three minute uh press conference, this guy was just prodding the fuck out of him the whole time. So this was the boiling point. This was like if you saw this has been going on for weeks too. You know, not saying anything. Like yeah, like that's because there was two minutes before that of him asking like the same shit and just Yeah, which I was just gonna Exactly. And then and then after he gives the answer and says to him, Oh, you know everything, so you can make that decision and all yeah that. i'd say that too um i would have said that too and, but then <laughs> jim matheson coming out and saying why are you so pissy dry leon <laughs> i laughed my ass classic off i heard that guy, yeah he's guy. like why are you so pissy hey he's, he's like i gave you an answer he's like not a good one and it's just everyone's like yeah. oh this is a, such a big deal what they should should they do about it? it's like it's nothing they're two adults that had a disagreement because they're frustrated Edmonton yeah. hasn't won many games in their past <laughs> 20. They need to start winning or else they're not going to make playoffs. Like, Drysdale's pissed, understandably. Media, stop fucking pushing these players over the top yeah, like yeah. that at times. Yeah, like, I think I put on Twitter, I was like, guys, can we just leave them, al- like, leave them alone? Leave the team it's alone. Every like, day. It's every day. It's every day they're like, giving media yeah, to Drysdale. And they, when you complain, oh, he's a bad interview. Interview someone else. They interviewed Brandon Pirellini and they tried to get like something out of him. He was smiling the whole time. I love yeah. that. If you yeah, guys haven't seen that, positive. you guys need to. He was positive. He was like, oh, yeah, we go through ups and downs. That's life. And like just being super smiling. And then they're like, so when's that next win going to be? And he, in a really asshole sounding way by the reporter, by the way. And Pirellini well, yeah, just looks at him, smiles and goes, hopefully next game. And that's that's the yeah, player right. they need to be interviewing after games. I love never really knew much about Pierlini and he's been a fringe NHLer. Put him in front of the mic more, man. I loved it. Dude, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure the only reason he was on like our teams and why we got him and picked him up all the time is just he's been around just because he's a great guy. Like Kenny. Yeah, that's why he's getting a chance. Deep, so. He's getting a chance because of that. So but yeah, when you guys start losing, there's I don't think it was just because of injuries why they pulled no. up Perlini. Like they were like, man, we need somebody to just be happy. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> just a good guy. energy. So yeah. I'm I'm very happy about that. That he fired back in a positive way, like. Like that and silence reporter because they're like oh well that's not the answer i hope for yeah. i was kind of hoping yeah, flip but, out put on him up, but put him up there every yeah, day every like game three four weeks and let me i bet he'll have one time where he's not very nice about the situation yeah, exactly <laughs> well and and also talking about edmonton and media let's bring it back we didn't really talk about uh mcdavid being asked about evander kane my question is uh what answer do you expect exactly it was he's like a not, day after they're not teammates like, yeah there's a day after his contract gets terminated <laughs> they haven't signed him yet they haven't like, signed what do you him think he about isn't it? an well, oiler he so- sounds like a good player I'd like what are you supposed to say i don't fucking know like it's yeah, a lose lose you say he's a good <laughs> hockey player hopefully he can help us win oh you're selfish you only care about winning he's a terrible person blah 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 okay yeah. he comes out and says <laughs> He's a bad person. Don't think we should sign him. You sign him a week later. Oh, fuck. That's my teammate, and I'm his captain. What am I going to say to him when he walks in? He's my line mate, probably. What am I supposed to say to him? Like, (laughs) I hate it. All I say is, not the guy I want to go to the casino with. (laughs) And, like, like, honestly, all you say on that is, like, that's the GM's decision, not mine. Um, I just got to focus on us winning games today. That's the best answer he could have. And he did. 
But he said he other said things other that things. people got and pissed that's, about. That's what we. That's what the media focused on is that he said yep. other things. It's and like, it, fuck and sakes, it, you guys! Can you like learn how to be the media? Like this is bad. Like <laughs> yeah. hearing that dude talk the way to that way to Dreisaitl. Yeah, <laughs> like, Jim. Just got a twelve-year-old up there. <laughs> the been yeah, doing I agree. This for Twenty years, <laughs> and he sounds like a twelve-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> no. Oh, I know. I, it's just insane. Like, leave these Oilers alone <laughs> from it and let them regroup. Let yeah. them do it. Like, I guarantee you, just because fucking um, Columbus is losing big games and lost nine two to Florida, do you think they're having a press conference? Like, how do you think you need to do better? It's like, uh, not like not lose nine two. Like, <laughs> fuck. Like, they're not doing exactly. that, so they're gonna figure it out. So lay yeah. off them. I'm. That's it's just so annoying. Uh, Canadian yeah, media sometimes agree. is like fuck. Um, yeah, but yeah, I fully agree. Um, um, I got one thing to rip up here, boys. I just noticed somebody brought up Quentin, Mister Byfield, making his season debut for the Kings. Perfect, love it against the Avalanche tonight, or is that tomorrow? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. I will be watching that game. That's for damn sure. Other so, good Kings news. This one kind of shocked me. Um. Mr. Fucking Brown has seven hundred points. Yeah, he did. He scored his seven hundred point the other night. Seven hundred yeah. career points. DB, did you? Yeah, DB. Uh, did you hear nice. what he said during it too? The no, like I they're didn't. at during the, g- during the game. They're asking him, and he's like, "They're like, so were you looking up like counting the days on a calendar for this game, knowing that you're close?" He's like, "No, I didn't even know I had seven hundred points." Yeah, he <laughs> was. Like, I think he said like, "Yeah, I don't track the stats." Yeah, he, he said, like yeah. somebody would somebody will randomly bring up something like that, and I'll be, I'll have no idea. I'll have yeah. no idea oh, that yeah. I that I got to any sort of stat. Like somebody will just say it in the locker room. I'm like, oh yeah, really? He's just like cool. <laughs> he has no care in the world. He's just there to play hockey. So yeah. love Those are the DB. types of guys you hate in fantasy hockey because they could give a fucking shit if they actually yeah. get a point. Like, yeah, exactly. Hey. Like you want guys that like <laughs> want to consistently actually get points. Like that's why you pick Russians. Driven to get to get that's, points. Yeah. That's why you pick Russians because that's all they care about. Yeah. The amount of stories I hear of superstar Russians breaking their sticks behind in the dressing room because they scored four points instead of seven. Like. That's yeah, insane. yeah, missed those two opportunities. Yeah, like oh, yeah. should have had, should have had seven points to four. Fuck, fuck this. Like oh, come yeah. on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I just got, I got one more thing or two more things. I do not remember if I brought this up last podcast, so I'm gonna bring it up again. Uh, Claude Julian was named the head coach for Team Canada at the Olympics, so that's awesome. We got a re- legit NHL head coach as mm-hmm. a coach for the team. So not that it really matters that much in short tournaments, but. It's nice for Canada to have some experience there. And uh, just some natural NHL news. There is going to be 95 games rescheduled from February 7th to the 22nd, which is the span of when the Olympics. That was the other one. That so, was the other one. Did that is that out now? I yeah, it, yeah it's, like, I, I don't I haven't looked at the actual website. I think so. I haven't looked at the initial games. I, I looked at a couple of Canadian team game reschedules, but uh, yeah, because I wasn't gonna lot. do that schedule thing in the future. Watch last time because I was gonna wait for the actual schedule to schedule come out. Come out. Well, there you go. Knew, you got next week's podcast. Because now I knew they were gonna fill in those uh, days. Now I want to just see what it looks like. Right. Okay, so Calgary, real quick, back to back games. A game on Saturday, a couple days off. Back to back games, couple days off. Game, game off. It's not that packed. 
too tight. I thought they had like a lot more games to just deal with. Just says 95 right now. Um, uh, March looks a little bit from battered. 7 yeah. to 22. That's yeah. weird that they didn't put everything in uh, or try to put like everything in in February. I agree. Because they had like almost a full three weeks or a good two and a half. They had most to of have these been, guys uh, are like 10 games or something like that. Yeah, like, you but could definitely get most of them. There's and I guess also... they got two, four, six. They did get the seven I was talking about. They got to get at least seven in. Right. In and and the arenas, some arenas though have, are booked, right? Because yeah. They, hey, were, like, they were. Pre- yeah. Renting that ice to like music or to concerts or something, probably. So, um, no, I am not 100% sure. We'll talk about more once we look deeper. This just got announced like yesterday. So, yeah, so we'll give you some, we'll try to scope out the schedule, give you an idea who's got, uh, there you go for future watch. We got a little bit of tease for a future watch for Chase. He'll dive into some of these rescheduled games and talk about some nightmare games, maybe, or something indeed indeed but indeed. yeah that's all we got for the news around the nhl and we got we got enough time to do this segment for sure so should we jump into our final segment cool uh i'm gonna explain this quick first because i don't know i saw this segment on our tsn board or whatever they were discussing a marner trade and what do they need to bring up the fact that they should trade Marner? They can't afford these guys. So they're discussing whether they think it's a good idea or not. And I brought it up to Chase and Jordan because we're like, I yes, you can't afford those guys. <laughs> you can, you yes, can't you afford can. and you will not win that trade. You never will win that trade unless you get lucky as all hell. So like you we have thought, to be perfect. You have to be perfect yep. with your cap. You, 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 you can't afford be. these guys, but you do yeah. have to be pretty perfect. Like exactly. that's why the Richie thing's blown up. Like this yeah. is not good. Yeah, exactly. Like, on 90, 90% of teams, two and a half million on your fourth yeah. line wouldn't be a big factor. Yeah. When the Hall Islanders spent very, 20 mil last year. <laughs> when Hall does not very good for like 20 games and we're all like, oh my God. They can't like, afford two, two mil. Contract? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. So, so yeah, absolutely. So what we did was uh we became the Leafs GM for this trade deadline and then after playoffs for the off season. And the scenario Doobie do. We're the scenario we're <laughs> yeah, the scenario we're Sorry. doing is we're gonna buy at the deadline and then uh pretend that we lost first round again because we think that's the only logical way they trade Marner. Right, yeah, if and you he lose does, like, first round, possible. and he does terrible, right? So that's the reason we're trading Marner. We know it's could probably bad. We hope you kind of shred us on it because that's the idea of the segment on Leaf fans not overreacting about your players sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, let's just dive right into it now and discuss the trade deadline. What we were doing for the Leafs. Um, Indeed, I'll throw it to Jordan. You can. You actually were the one who didn't delete on them the other day so you you have the exact one uh trade in front of you what is the one trade we made at the deadline we made a trade for colin miller at 50 percent retained for nick ritchie pierre Engvall, and a 2022 second round pick yeah um funny enough i like bringing up Engvall. This trade might be a little much, but I think that's the point of the trade because you always overpay at the deadline. Um, we, Like yeah. I said, we were just talking about uh, Engvall, who's been playing really well, so maybe you change that slightly. But 
Um, but Angmo might take might might, may, be, the, might be the sweetener the, the, for the Richie like, deal. You know, might be yeah, the sweetener like for the Richie deal and second for Miller. So yeah, it might balance the, the Richie and Engvall, and then you're just kind of giving up a second round pick for a half a yeah. team Miller. So absolutely. So and then that gives you just an and extra. Cap relief. Yeah, yeah, and it gives you cap, cap relief. relief. And it just gives you an extra right-handed D-man for the playoff run. Yeah. Obviously, now this is where we fast forward into uh, after the playoffs, and we lost. This is where we went on different routes. So we're gonna split up, uh, go one person at a time. Uh, who would like to go first? I want to go first because I'm okay. really interested. In okay, so guys. Chase will go first. Um, just like I said, this is going to be after they lose the first round and the oh, off season oh. leading into next year. So Chase, yeah. why don't you kick it away with what did you do this off season with a Marner trade? Okay, so basically I'm looking before the draft here, uh, and I go to Seattle. Seattle is my destination for Mitchell of the Marners. Wow, that's insane. Uh, it's so insane. Uh, but they have cap room, and I also have Peter Mrazek, who I probably don't need at that cap hit. So I'm packaging Marner and Mrazek together, which is like like $14 million or something. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> per year. Um, so it's, actually, little... it's actually closer to 15 um, yeah, yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, it's it's fourteen million seven hundred k. Six or point, seven, point, yeah, 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 point seven, I think. So a lot of cheese, you can say. <laughs> uh, but I'm getting just as much cheese back in this trade I out of Seattle. So. Oh, if you um, trade for McCann back, <laughs> Leaf fans are gonna cry. It's literally what I'm doing. First guy on. <laughs> Hook me up with that Jared McCann. If I'm giving you Mitch Marner, I'm getting my, I'm getting McCann. There's no oh, way. That's that so amazing. I love that. Or I'm that. getting like a Beneers or something like that. Right. Absolutely. So, Marner, <laughs> Marazic for Jared McCann. Big old ugly. I don't know how you feel about it. I don't hate it. But the Saskatchewan boys, Jaden Schwartz and 50% retained Jordan Everly. And a 20 22 Seattle second round pick. I didn't even give him a first round pick. <laughs> so I'll say this again. So Schwartzy, Schwartzy, and McCann. So McCann has no contract. Yeah. I end up signing him for three years at $5 million. Seems like a fair yeah, little that's, that's a good price deal. tag for him. Uh, Schwartzy's got that deep. He'd have like one of the longest contract on the team out of your forward group. Uh, so he'd have four more years at $5.5 million which yeah. is a little sketchy. Um, but the reason I did this is because it was packaging Schwartz and Everly together. The yeah. Saskatchewan boys, the thing the Leafs are missing. And you know what's crazy? No, what's amazing is I think how well that could gel if you just throw Tavares in the middle of that line. Exactly. Um, hey, and then you um, keep a bunting Matthews of Willie line. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll get into that. I'll yeah, into sorry, that. I guess you'll get into that. I'm just overthinking it. How nice no, that no, sounds. Fine, fine. <laughs> uh, so Everly at uh, 2.75 for it's just two years. This it would be the next year and the year after. Um, so they retain like five and a half million dollars in total. Seattle they give nice. up a 2022 second round pick, which would be their own. Um, because then it actually pulls some value because this is supposed to be a pretty star-studded first round. So maybe you could squeeze another pretty decent player out of that, what, they're going to get like third or fourth or fifth pick in the second 
yeah, round. So yeah, I still exactly. feel like you should be able Top to get 10, something at least. pretty great out of that. Or, in fact, trade up. Or trade up for a first. Yeah, yeah. never know. Yeah. Maybe trade package your first and that second to move up in the first round yeah, for right. a better player. Like You never know. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, that's the basis of that trade. The only other trade I made, and I'm really interested to think, see what you guys think about, Travis Dermott for Akeel Thomas. Do you need to toss yeah. some picks in there or something? Or is LA one, apparently Dermot and Sean Walker buddies? <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So that's half the reason. And they kind of need the guy. And maybe they'll move on from Edler or Amato or whatever. Yeah, hey, so they'll, they'll move on. actually needed. Maybe. You know? Yeah, I could. I'm not against it by any means and, for him to have a chance because of. It's yeah. just they have so many young guys like getting a chance that it seems cluttered. They have a lot of young defensemen, exactly. That's there. my and only it's... issue with it. Uh, but other than that, like I like, I think the f- it's fair value. If LA, yeah, it also depends on what LA does in the offseason too, right? So this yeah. we could be looking like, at this in the offseason like this is a great deal. Yeah, because to LA, like they have way too many for they're not going to be able to play all no. these prospects. So I don't think it's a big deal for them to give nope. up on Akil Thomas to get a dr- Dermot who. Could really evolve into something in yeah, all reality. So, I agree. I think that's fair. Yeah, I'm good with that trade. Um, okay, so I think it's a good do trade. Do you want me to go over that Marner trade again, or do we get the lineups or what? Uh, so let's let me just say uh, so the Marner trade was half retained Eberly, second yeah, round pick 2022, Jaden Schwartz and McCann, three years, five mil. Yeah. Okay. And that is for Marner and Peter Mazik. Peter Morazic, cool. Uh, be intrigued to see what Seattle does with their goaltending situation after that. Yeah, um, <laughs> the, idea, the idea would be that they pro- might trade trigger this trade deadline or something like right, that. Right, right. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, what's your lineups looking like then? Did you do any so, like signings in the off season too, and your RFA signings? So what do you got for us? Uh, basically, I signed the set. Sa- I'll go to the defense first, and we'll go with Sandine and Lilligren. Um, yeah. I want them to prove more, so I gave them $1 million each for two years. Okay. Because I think that gives them lots of time to prove who they are as players and should give them – and obviously, like, the big contracts come up. Some some contracts come up and you'll have more time to – like your Muzzin and Brody contract, sorry. Those right. are the ones I meant to say. Those two come up so you can move on or do what you need to do there. Uh, so real cheap deals. I don't know if they would would they get more than a million dollars. I think they get a little bit more than a mil, maybe yeah. a little yeah. bit. Um, I I I went a different route, so I can't really say. Um, okay, slight, yeah, not no much problem. different, but just slightly altered. Uh, um, the only other signing I guess I would have made would be or RFA's would have been Mikheyev. I signed him for uh, one year at one point eight five. Yeah, I'd say that's uh, maybe two. I was going to do but... two mil for a couple of years or three years. Maybe that works with them as well because that could help the team. Because, uh, like I said, I got McCann signed. If for you three could years. get him, I maybe think you can get him that bad for three years. I think it would be probably maybe a 2.2 for two. Sounds like a good contract. Because if you're giving Richie 2.5 for two years, McKay is better than Richie. I know he's not as yeah. big, but like, so that's why you go 2.2. Two. Yeah. But that's yeah. what so uh, it, that's it's went, pennies and dollars. That's why I went with a safe one year, yeah. 1.85, gets a little bit of a raise. See if you can do this again, sort of thing. Yeah. Who are you? Show yeah. me one more time, and then yeah. you'll get it. And yeah, yeah. For, for sure, for sure. Uh, and then I'll go to, oh yeah, Spezza Clifford, sign him on min league deals, obviously. Why not? Yeah. Uh, 
the boys. Um, also, I took Grice as my backup. That's I don't interesting. Know. Min league deal. That's what I was looking at. I'd, I'd sign two half decent uh, min league deals for your backups. I don't. Right. I don't think. Well, maybe Justin Wall. Dollars or something like that. Maybe Justin Wall will be ready by then too. Like you never know. Um, yeah, maybe you just sign Grice and then you just hope that have your young, young guy ready or something like that. Or yeah, like I yeah, said, that'd be ideal. Yeah. Um, either. Anywho, let's get to the big, big, big contract. Um. This is a tough one to make. Jack Campbell, like, yeah, I gave him five mil for like six years, because yeah. I think it's better to go long term and get that slight bit cheaper and possibly deal with this contract maybe not being great in four or five years and just hoping for the best because it's the best right now. Um, in all reality, most goalies don't get much better than this, and yeah. uh, he's played for two years now. Like, we still don't. Like in the end of it, they're goalies. Hey, like how is this next four years going to go? Like you can't, you can never tell. It's so dumb. I hate goalies for that. And it's why we don't pay him very much. But right, I think he's a cool guy. I think he'd stay. He wants to win. He loves being there. I think you're, if you give him six years at five mil, there's no way he doesn't accept. It's kind yeah. of what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the other <laughs> direction I was going was probably just like a seven mil for like three, four years to give him his money worth. Yeah, but, it's it's funny how you did your contract because it just it blends well with mine. Um, yeah. yeah, I think so it's that, I think it's a decent deal. Yeah, six years is a long time because it'll be like thirty six, thirty seven when it ends. But so it was quick, and so it's like most yep, of these guys. Yep, absolutely. Up. So I guess it's kind of the same, right? Um, I could give them an extra five hundred thousand k or something, but uh, instead of doing that, you can actually roster a. 23 players um instead of <laughs> yeah <laughs> just, instead of 12 forwards and yeah pretty much hey <laughs> seemingly uh, so my team is to, you're able to run an actual team too <laughs> yeah um yeah so my actual lineups let's get to them i got schwartzy playing with matthews and nylander because i think he'd yep. bring that edgy side of the game to really bring out the best for sure. those two guys. Um, yeah, that's fair. My other, my other line is McCann, Tavares, and Eberly. Just so then yeah. you know Tavares is going to keep producing. Because if you put him with guys like that, like there's no excuse sort of thing. Hey, like right. If you put him with like Mikheyev and Kerfoot or something, you can be like, ah, it's okay, man. We're right. not playing you with like, great players. you know. Like, But I think if you give him a McCann and an Eberly, like that's like like I like what you were saying before with Schwartz and Everly, you could do that. But. Yeah, that works as well. Yeah, I like I also like what you're doing with Schwartz playing with mm-hmm. Matthews and Elander. That could be really sneaky good. Uh, it yeah, could bring yeah. out the best of Schwartz. I also wonder yeah, about McCann playing up there and doing that because of just the sheer yeah, potential like, of having that reality, top line. I think I think the wingers are Schwartz and Nylander and then McCann and Everly. Yeah, and yeah. you play them with whatever center. And yeah, I don't think you go wrong right no exactly so you can they'll move they would move it around anyways if they did it but yeah that's Uh, other uh, than that third line is uh i guess you could put like a bunting mckay of kerfoot together and then your fourth line is like camp stimmons and spezza okay so yeah that's where i went their defense is all the same i never traded hall or anything i got him playing on the bottom pairing with sandine muzzin with lilligren and brody and riley nice nice uh good team yeah but like, I like it, obviously, doesn't look as good the Leafs now. And, like, that's the difference. That's I get that's the point we're trying to make. And, like, I'm not – all of ours are going to be like, oh, this doesn't look as good as it did 
the year before. Like I already look at mine and I'm like, wow, this sucks <laughs> compared to having Marner. Yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, I don't, I don't. It's mind interesting. It Toronto, I think it's it fills out the roster decently. It's it does. You're still going to be cap strong. It's just uh, there's no getting really out it's of it. It's just more but, depth and but think, you at yeah. least get that more depth. Um, you get to force Matthews and Tavares to be the best they can be, and I think I think that's. I think yeah, it's better no, it's it's like a that. decent. Like, you know, Crosby and Malkin, they don't, they haven't had a Crosby or Malkin to play with. Like, yeah, you, you don't need technically a Crosby or Malkin to play with. Nope, um, sorry. It's yeah. it's a good team. Like, I like it. Obviously, like if you have to trade Marner and that's your final decision is trading Marner, I like it. It's just the whole like, yeah, trading Marner away is just I. I'm looking at my trade more and more, and I'm like, this sucks. I hate this. I hate making this yeah, trade. Yeah, no, I don't. Because this trade doesn't make like sense. Minor. I, I would way rather go with, like, a Nylander swap and get, like, just McCann or just Everly or something like that. Yeah, or, I'd rather you know, maybe, I'd, I'd rather maybe move something, like, yeah, like, I'd rather move but all their extra dead weight real, contracts with Mrazek and such out. So. Real quick on the sensibility for Seattle. Uh, Marner playing with Baneers. They're yeah. getting a high pick. They could get, go with a Logan Cooley. They have um, guys to build around, too. Like, yeah, I think the, the superstar. Uh, real smart for them, so. Yeah, I, I, I like it. Uh, what do you think, Jordan? Yeah, no, I I think like you said, it's real smart for them. It gives them a cornerstone piece, uh, besides build. Owen Power. Yeah, or Beniers, you mean? <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah, um, Beniers. But yeah, no, um, that's awesome. So good trade, very good depth, made the team better. Because like, I mean, I'll tell you one thing: your team is probably better than, by probably is better than mine. Um, but. Mm. Yeah, no, I thought I got a pretty amazing, pretty damn good haul in a sense. Like, it's not great. Like, your best pick ones are McCann and a 2022 second-round pick. Like, I don't know if it's enough to move the needle for Toronto, but let's be serious. Marner's got, what, it's like three years left or something at, like, 10 mil or something. Like, yeah. what was the contract again? How many years is it? Uh, yeah, it's Marner's... only three more years. Yeah, They'd only so... have Marner for sure for three years. Yeah, so... so... It's so kind of sketchy. Yeah, it's kind of sketchy for Seattle in a way. They'd have to like show progression by year three to get him. But yeah, it's just it makes it hard for every team to trade for him and give up enough. But yeah, it's a great team. Uh, Jordan. Yeah, I really like that one. Jordan, do you want to give your team? Yeah, I'll go for it. Sweet. Let's see. What do you got for us? All right. So obviously to kick it off, we got Mitch Marner being traded. Um I have packaged him and a fourth round pick and I'm sending them to the devils. Yes. I'm so happy. We have all different teams. I was so worried we're going to pick the same team, but that's awesome. All right. What are you getting from the devils? That's interesting. So the devils are sending back Thomas Tatar and PK Subban at 50% retained. For, is that it? Yeah. For Mitch Marner. No. And a four. I'm going to say right now, not, not even close. That's not even no. close. No. Subban okay, is enough. it. I was trying to yeah, make no. it so like Marner had low value. So No, no. It would have to be Eichel size hall. Have to, okay. I think. I think so then, without okay, question. Drop the pick on our side and add a pick on theirs. Add a first, at least. I sure, think you'd have to add their first, honestly, to get it back. Um, I uh, Yeah, okay. Uh, what else trades you got with it to showcase your team? So, like, let's just say they get picks with it to make it. Yeah, even. we'll say or prospects or and, and, and picks and prospects. Yeah. Um. So, uh, what, what what did you do to make your team for the season? So, I had two other small trades I made. 
uh, I called up Buffalo again. And I was like, you know what? That first deal with Colin Miller, that went really smoothly. Let's talk <laughs> business again. I sent them Peter Morazic and a 2023 third round pick for Dustin Tokarski and a 2022 fourth. That's amazing. Yeah, I love it. Good. Yeah, the DT, that boy. DT. Yeah, so I figure Buffalo upgrades their pick and they get Morazic. They get be- um, they upgrade their goalie too. Yeah, I would say Morazic is better than Tokarski. If he can be healthy, absolutely. Exactly, a healthy Morazic. Exactly. And they have the money to spend. Um, yeah. The only downside is like with I, I didn't poke holes in chases, so I won't do it with you. But like he does have a modified no trade, so trading to yeah. Seattle and Buffalo would be pretty tough. But you never know what could happen in a year, so. Yeah, it's, maybe the it changes, right? Some, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, I'll, what else do you got? You got you said you two and trades. The final right? trade your other one? is with Philadelphia. I I'm sending Philadelphia two defensemen, Justin Hall and Travis Dermott, for um, Derek Brassard, Nick Sealer, and a 2022 third. Oh, holy! A fuck. bit of a cap dump. You're really like offloading everyone. To, yeah <laughs> you're like Probably almost like, doing like a retool thing that's interesting um yeah. so what do you got for your team and some signings and stuff you made but here's the lineup so we've got nylander matthews and bunting and yeah. then uh mikiev tavares and thomas tatar what's mikiev making would you sign him to? Uh, right. I haven't said my uh, contracts yet. Well, just do it while you go through the lineup of names yeah. that you had to sign. So what do you got for Mikhaev's money? Uh, two at two. Yep. I, I think two, maybe 2.22, yeah. two, two, like, or actually yeah, exactly. 2.9K. Like, like, it could be like a little extra more, but that's just negotiating. Somewhere so that's fair. two and two and a half. Yeah, that's, yeah that's good. Um, Chase, you good with it so far? <laughs> He's muted, so I just keep going. <laughs> I'm blown oh, yeah. again. My bad, boys. No, two and two is fine, obviously. We're, <laughs> we're talking about that. Um, and then the third line, I've got Kerfoot, Kasha, and Clifford. Where'd you sign Kasha to? Uh, I signed Kasha three years at 1.75. Yeah. I wonder if that isn't enough for that long term. Like, cause I am yeah. odd about it. That's why we'll get it's into it with mine because I want to debate Kasha's contract. Mm-hmm. Um, when I bring mine up, because that's one I struggled with. Because yeah. he's been really, really good. You're not bringing Clifford back? Probably not. Yeah, that's fair. So who's your fourth line then? It's Wayne Simmons, David Kampf, and Derek Broussard with Spezza as the 13th. As you extra, him and Broussard kind of switching in and out. Yeah, nice. pretty much. Which, whichever one's feeling better or looking better. Right. Uh, what's your And your defense, what's it looking like now with both two so guys So we've got Jack Campbell and DT in net. Yeah, love it. Uh, top line to TJ Brody and Morgan Riley. Yeah. A second pair of either Lilligren or PK. I figure that they could probably share the minutes. Right, yeah, I see whatever work. fits best. Yeah, um, and then a third what line. Did of, you, what did you sign PK to, by the way? Because he's up this That year. was a tough one for me. I've, I gave him two years at, a, at four mil. I'd even be able to get it cheaper. Yeah, I was thinking maybe. What do you think, Chase? What do you think? The Subinator. You think he's worth like what, like two and a half, three for a year or two? Oh God. Um. Yeah, I think you got to give him three. Yeah, for two. Two years. I'm not really sure. Like he might be able to fetch. Nah, I don't know. I don't know if he can get four. Like people that want him to 
to, right. for him to push up to four. But right. I think a three, like that's not really far off. In all reality, if you get a couple people in there, all of a sudden that three mil might turn into three and a half or something or right. four. So right. It's hard to say. I'd like I'd like it to be two mil. If I was a GM, yeah, I'd honestly, yeah, I'd like him for two. Like, well, like he's from is he I'm he's from gonna... Toronto, isn't he? Or like Ontario or whatever. I'm pretty he's sure. from Ontario. He might be able to take even less. He might take that two, like two five, two seven for two. Yeah, years. looking for a bounce just, back. For yeah, and like, playing he for might his... be able to get him mad cheap just for because he wants to prove himself. Hey, so yeah, you can go many ways about it's it. Good, um, it's a good idea. Oh, he's like, from Toronto. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if he wants to come go. back, he's made a yeah, lot of money. Take some, so um, made, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not like he's yeah, not made exactly. So he's coming off a nine million dollar contract. I'm pretty sure he could take a little bit of a discount. Yeah. Um. So what do you got on the left then? Uh, Muzzin and Sandine. Yeah. Uh, what'd you sign Sandine to? Sandine, I gave him. Um, and Lilligren, obviously. What'd you say? Yeah, I think it's pretty. I think it's the same. I gave both of them just a year at one point five. Yeah, that's. I think had, that's. I think that's more accurate. Of, yeah, like, I don't. I don't money. know about giving these guys money, money yet. Like you might as well wait. You do like the the, NHL like, money. Yeah. If they can't, if they can't do what uh, some of these Tampa Bay guys have done and sign like a seven fifty k deal for three years for no reason, like these guys can sign a nine two five for a year yeah. or two. Is what I'm thinking. That's why I went with a mill. Difference um, like, is for me, like, yeah, these guys really are leaned on more. These guys are way leaned on more and have a lot more. They will be leaned on more if they do it next couple of years. That's the whole early stage contract thing is, uh, do you give him money? Because he hasn't proven it. We haven't seen him do it for years yet or whatever. Hey, that's all I'm getting at. But, I get that. So I feel like they will be very important and they should be worth more than 1.5 after the next couple of years. But. Yeah, I just went with this because you're like, gonna you hate know, mine. Then you, get, <laughs> you then you then get like a a good idea of who they are, and you can give them a real paycheck. See, at, and with, I looked twenty three, twenty four years old. And see, and I looked at that. Trust me, I went and looked at comparables for these two for like an hour straight, and I looked at Lindholm, I looked at Theodore, like I looked at a couple guys, and all of them signed a cheap deal like that, like a one nine hundred k. Also, the cap was a little lower, so that's a perspective I took into it. So, okay, around a, a mil yeah. for a season or two, at yeah. least. And then I took in to okay. a yeah, I took into a factor of they didn't blow up until after they signed that contract, and like blow up in the sense of like being an yeah. everyday everyday NHLer even. Yeah, exactly. These and guys, I would call these guys like I every, would every day. at the end like, of this year, I would based on what the Leafs defense is, they are everyday NHLers after what i've seen they're good enough to be in the nhl for 82 games a year. for sure for sure but like you don't know what you're gonna get truly out of them yet i think so yeah but that's why i don't, why, I don't money yet. but i don't think giving but by giving them like an extra 700k i don't think that's like killing you it's it's not like i'm saying pay them five it is mil. for me in my cap situation uh, that i got going on you also got a lot of different stuff yeah, I got that, right. You out. went to try and go for it like now. Window is now to next year, right? Whereas yeah, like mine, mine pushes the window down uh, a year or two at least. So uh, yeah, I see. I see. Um, definitely say I'm retooling. Yeah, you're okay. definitely okay. retooling. So 
because I want to bring in some grit into this team. I'm trying. That's why you have the extra money to be able to do it. I'm doing a competitive retool is what I'm calling it, where I'm signing guys to just good deals and trying to get some youth in there to like try and book. So eventually I can have a Tampa team where a Braden Point-esque player comes out of nowhere to play with my Stamkos and Kucherov, which is Willie and Matthews. So that's what I went for. Um with it so i guess uh jordan that's the end of your team presumably yeah uh the last contract is just jack campbell i gave him a five at five yeah so that's i think that's pretty pretty even um i'll jump into mine i'll start with the marner trade as we all have i traded him to the la kings because i thought the la kings have the most assets they can give up to that can play today as well as future jersey back or what i oh i didn't funny enough uh (laughs) I, I did. I, I Part of me did, but I was like, he's a little offensive, and yeah. I want a little more defensive. I went Sean Walker. Yeah. I went Mitch Marner yeah. and Justin Hall going to L.A. Uh, for Sean Walker, Victor Arvidsson, Gabriel Velarde, his rights, and a third-round pick. Um, I don't know if that's enough. No. Or, um, I was thinking like maybe it needs a second from L.A. instead, but it's a good draft. Oh. So maybe a third. I don't know. Do you think that's fair? <laughs> Walker, oh, Ar- so Marner and Hall for Walker, Victor Arvidsson, Gabriel Velarde, and a third. Oh, yeah, that's not... It's not awful. Those, it, are, pretty, those are pretty nice pieces. Well, like, Velarde's a nice piece. Like, you know Sean Walker, you know what you're getting from Sean Walker. Victor Arvidsson can score 20, especially with skilled players. Uh, he's on a good cap hit. They're all on good cap hits. Velarde had to sign, but um, um Bart- Victor Arvidsson brings you that uh that tenacity. Yeah, uh, kind of was the reason why I took him was because exactly. of that sort of tenacity. So that's where um, I kind of looked at scoring and tenacity in offense, and you get that right-handed second D you desperately needed. <laughs> Velarde is pretty pretty and nice. Vel- and Velarde is a nice player to get in your forward group too, and. Because like out of the out of the guys like even Byfield and stuff and Turcotte like we know more about what Velarde is going to like, turn into yeah. than we and, do about these other guys. So and it might I be- wanted yeah. Turcotte at first, but I was like, no, I gotta go with the lesser player than Turcotte. It might be too much in a sense, just because like that's fair. Sean Walker's value right now is very high in a sense because of just where he's morphed into, and like we might not. The next time he steps on the ice, we're not really sure who we're getting. Are we getting somebody real close to Doughty, or is he going to take a step back and start being an inconsistent sort of guy, only good for periods of time sort of thing? Right. So it's probably a good idea to make the trade now. You might win this trade because Sean Walker could evolve a little that's, bit. That's exactly why I like looked at it, and he's hurt for the whole season right now. So that's why I'm kind of leaning on as Velarde for Marner. Yeah, Velarde and Arvidsson for Marner probably ain't going to do it. That's Not quite. So, okay, so maybe I take away the that's, third. That's, that's crazy. That's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a question trade. Guys. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll take away the third, then it'll be Marner and Hall. Because you also got to think, they're getting Hall back, who is an NHL right-hand defenseman. They can afford the $2 million, so yeah, that's, that, hey. Um, But then Sean Walker for Arvidsson and Velarde. Just no pick involved, which is totally fine for me. Um, because I didn't use yeah, that for could, anything. It could be a pick. Like I said, it's, it's, it's nice, yeah. I, nice just, group of dudes. I was looking at Marner. Like Marner could be an, a 
cornerstone. And they got the center. The future center's coming. Imagine how good LA could be if they add a player like Marner and they gave up, like, two roster players this year, technically. Yeah. Because Velarde's not playing right now. He's in the AHL. Even before, like, uh, I love Velarde and stuff, but, like, in all reality, like, I know they love Velarde too, but when you have Byfield and you have Kopi, it's Velarde. And Turcotte. In the middle. Yeah, and Turcotte. Like, he's going to get stuck in the middle. And One Dineau. of these guys is going to get stuck in the middle. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, that's where yeah. my thought instantly went. Um, Velarde could eventually be that second-line center behind Matthews. Um, yeah, really take like over that. at Tavares. Um, <laughs> and then I made another trade for cap reasons because I made a lot of, like, signings. And I, I made a lot more term signings to try and give us a couple of years to be keep the team. Um, I, I had to trade Kerfoot and Dermot. Um, I trade them in the same trade. I am, don't know about this trade. I just want anything. That's Dermot, because he got the Sean Walker. His be- his <laughs> I know. I didn't know that until now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I like randomly, I was looking online. I, I think I was like, destinations for Travis Dermot. And the one thing was like, LA. Best yeah, the, <laughs> I was like, no the, cool. the only <laughs> downside is for it for me is like, he's, he's Dermot would be a seventh D and I just, I yeah. can get someone better and cheaper, so I did. Yeah, it doesn't so, matter what you do. Dermot ends up being like the seventh D man on this yeah, team. Like, pretty he, much. Like I said, hey? you gotta move on from this guy. He's not gonna eventually find a spot yeah. on, this, on this team unless you move Muzzin now and he starts taking over right. that role. Like, or I, as a third yeah. line, and then Sandine's your second pair guy. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so I trade Kerfoot and Dermot to Minnesota. You guys tell me if this is too much because I look at it might be, but you never know. Uh, I got Ryan O'York in a third from minnesota um no for kerfoot is that too much uh, for kerfoot and dermot a, keep in mind kerfoot like okay maybe a second and o'rourke that's why we look at o'rourke i was looking at the he's a first round pick i'm pretty sure <laughs> or a second round pick yeah. like, he's a t- he's a top pick like or a, a higher not a top pick but i He's definitely a higher pick than people think. He's either a second or third round pick. Second round pick. 39th overall, 2020. So he's a real prospect. Like it's not just a, and he's nice. 19. He is left-handed, but they have so many defensive prospects like Lambos, O'Rourke, uh, Callan Addison. Um, I'm missing another lefty who's really um, big oh, for this team. Oh, Greyhound, I have. Uh, Damon Hunt. So, yeah, um, and he's a Sioux Greyhound, so, like, that just fits the Leafs perfect. Yeah, 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 no, so, no, no, uh, no, I don't know. Like I said, I'm willing to up and all. That. That's, not, that's not bad. Hey. Okay. Like, at least he's a higher-toted prospect. Yeah, he's, he's, a he's a You're cap-dumping as well. Yes, I'm cap-dumping. That's, that's a big so. portion of it as well. So, it, it could be not a bad. second. If you'd rather me get a second than a third, then that's cool. Um, obviously, it's better, so... Yeah, that's just another one of those things where all of a sudden people start saying, hey, what do you mean you're trading Kerfoot? I'll give you this, I'll give you this. And then all of a sudden right. other deals might make more sense. But Yeah, no, that's I like true. It. I would definitely sell to the highest bidder, but I, I just need to pick some prospects to get my point across. That's all I want is cap. Yeah, no reality. So, cap so it can be any <laughs> form of a that, trade. Right? Yeah, exactly. So um, now I'm going to go with my team from the goaltender defense, the forward, because the forward group gets a little messy because the lines I have interchanging every like game almost till you figure it out. Um, and a lot of extra guys. So on defense or on goal, I kept Peter Mrazek. Actually, I was able to keep him 
Um, I just the I want to see him and Campbell as a duo. I know it's a lot of money, but it still gives you the option to trade him away. You get picks and prospects for Kerfoot, whereas Mrazek, I feel like you would get nothing for him. Whereas I'd rather I can afford to keep him, so I will. Um, I don't love it. Yeah, because uh, it's just short term. Well, Mrazek can play good, and when he, he plays can. good, he can might be able to get your value back and yeah. actually be able to make a move in the off season or something. And but. also, it just I, I yeah I don't like the idea of trading a guy a year after I gave him that contract, like the least give him that contract when he's given a no move as well, so or a modified no, no move. doubt. So it just no looks doubt. bad. So I'd I'd like to wait an extra year. I gave Campbell. I was looking at. I didn't see some of the stats of recently. He's come down to earth, but and so I just see his overall. So I overpaid him, I think, a little. But I also look at Grubauer's contract, and he's a Vesna candidate right now. Jack Campbell. If he finishes the year that way. He's going to get around six. So I gave him six for, uh, I believe it was four or five years. Um, one of the two, I can't remember how many years, whatever fits him best, I guess. Um, I gave him six mil, like I said, because Grubauer got six mil in the open market. Maybe you could lower it to five, five or five, seven because of that. But mm-hmm. I, I just wanted mm-hmm. to yeah, like, compare like I said, it that way, right? Yeah, like the highest I could give him is like a five seven, and yeah. that would be because I would not be able to have more than two scratched players. Right. So I I could go that road. I did a six for five or six years at five mil. Could do like a five at five seven, or maybe you could drop it to four or something. But right. Yeah. yeah no. no. It's how do you not give like I said? How do you not give this guy seven million dollars? It's hard, right? Like he's like been so impressive for this team. So. Yeah, no, I, I love it. Uh, going on to defense, the top line is the same. It's Riley Brody. Second pair, uh, Muzzin and Walker. I think that would be a great shutdown pair. Like, such a confident shutdown pair. You've got two years left of Sean Walker at 2.6. Like, that's fantastic of a player. Um, and then this is where Chase might hate me because of the contracts. I paid Sandy and Lilligren a little bit, but I locked him up for three years. Um, each I gave Sandine, I gave Sandine 2.2 and I gave Lilligren, uh, 1.6. I know it's paying them, but I locked them up. So that's my logic. And now that you you bring that up, sorry. Uh, it's just, that reminds me of what we were talking about with our phase early on in the year. Like let's compare these guys to Robert Thomas and Yamamoto and these guys. Why not? Yeah, exactly. they're in that, they're in that group. Yeah, their yep. defense, good, but yeah, no, no three so, years for two and a half or two mil, like like sign them if you can get perfect. under three million dollars for a long term deal and they sprout into a top pairing guy and you can have a run, at least one run with them under a good contract, then you do it. So yeah. that and then plus it's gotta be two years. It has to be two years because well, that I, contract. And that's exactly years. it. I gave them three, so that gives there's four contracts. Four five technically big contracts that come off the books on this mm-hmm. team the year before Sandy and Lilligren are up. So you still got time to work with. Um, so that's why I went with it. That's why I emphasize paying them a little bit. You're paying them early, but you're getting a good contract year two and three, hopefully. Um, and then my seventh D, I signed Ben Hutton to 900K. I don't know if he'll sign for more. I, I'm in odd because he's a really good defenseman. But he never seems to get a free agent payday. So I'm just going to continue the trend of signing him to a cheap 7th D-man. Yep. Uh, uh, but I I think he's worth more than that because I watched him play for Vegas a couple games and he's awesome. 
but I know other teams might not, so whatever. But what defenseman on that team doesn't look good? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's fair. Um, And then for forwards here, I went, this is where it kind of goes everywhere with lines. You can do whatever you want. I got Bunting, Matthews, Nylander on the first line. Um, Just safe to go with what you know for the most part. Second line, I got uh, Gabe Velarde. See if he can do it on the wing with Tavares and Victor Arvidsson. If he can't, I make a couple other signings and youth players of uh, young players getting ready. So just an option. Third line, this is my shutdown line. I got David Kampf, Andre Kasha, and Johan Larson. Uh, Third line who can (laughs) shut down and score. Now, Johan Larson, I signed him to a two years, 2.2. He's a fire, buddy. Awesome in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's like, I think he scored a couple of goals in that win. Uh, yeah, he did. He's got 17 points in like 20 some games for the Coyotes yeah. this year. He's which their is, leading point getter in the yeah. last like in this month, I think, or something so, like that. He's been amazing. So I, I just like the two year deal with him short term. He can play up and down the lineup as a scorer, as a defensive player, like whatever you want. Uh, now, Kasha, I ummed and awed about this, and he makes like uh like nothing now but his last real contract before his contract or his uh concussion issues happened was like 1.6 so i thought it has to be higher than that and i wanted to sign him longer than one year um because he's 26 turning 27 he playing awesome for the leafs so i signed him for two years 2.25 um i don't know how i feel about that but yeah not not sure how i feel about old but policy um i like him on this team i don't know about 2.2 maybe it's a little high but something something told me that he's just gonna go sign and play in america that's yeah i i he see he's he's an rfa still so you have his rights so you gotta try to keep him um because boston didn't qualify him he's got an extra qualifying year which is really interesting that turns to 27 so the leafs have control so that I just tried to sign him something that's fair that he would come back to. Um, and then for my fourth line or and my extra guy, these can all interchange however what you want. But I got uh, Wayne Simmons, obviously. Jason Spezza signed to Leagueman. And I signed Sam Carrick as my fourth line center, who's playing in Anaheim I at like a, one, one year, 1.4. He is doing awesome stuff in anaheim and yeah, i really like that one yeah he's really good at just getting in the right areas he plays gritty he's everything you kind of need for fourth line center and if you can get him under two mil even if it's a one-year deal i think you do it so i went with a very young balanced team it's a worse forward group but an improved defense you get to keep your two good goalies as long as they stay healthy then you got great tandem and you got future potential as my 13 forward, I didn't even bring him up, is Nick Robertson. Like, you guys didn't even put him in your team. He could make the team next year easily. So, I got him as my 13th guy just as an extra player. I signed Wayne Simmons to Leagueman. He's on my taxi squad with uh, Kyle Rao. And some extra guys, but yeah. So, I just tried to go with a balanced team. What do you Yeah, guys? I like those deals. Yeah, I yeah went... my team would definitely be a little bit better with uh, Nick Robertson popping off or even right, hey. Amirov. Right? Yeah, or Amirov let's, let's even coming in. Some of these so... guys who else I feel like 
I traded for that Akil Thomas. Not that he's been popping off this yep. year, but you never know, right? No, Toronto exactly. Uh, Joey Anderson, like he could still make the NHL this year. Like he's right there to making it. He's a younger guy. So I just, I tried to leave it open-minded for training camp to, for young guys come in and prove themselves. Um, like Gabe Blardi, like I signed him to a one year, 950 K contract, um, just to prove yourself on your new team. Um, and we'll go from there. And so just the route I went, this is the best way I could see the least team going in a balanced route with getting rid of Marner, but I still look at, it and I don't like it. <laughs> so, yeah, because you're kind of building, and uh, obviously they're not trying to build right now, and it would be a little heartbreaking to see the team in yeah. more of a build uh, sort of Yeah, strategy. exactly, right? Like, and it's, uh, it's not like it's a long-term build. It's a one- or two-year extra build where you're not going to – you might not win, try and go for the cup that year, but the year after is where you can really look at it seriously. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly. hey, that's where um, I lean towards, and I still got player. The best part is I kept certain players – um, with money that are able to be traded away for the most part. Like Mrazic, I, I, he'll be easier to trade away with one less year of a deal or half a year less of a deal mm -hmm. or something by next year. So, like, I just tried to give myself the best yeah. opportunity to get rid of players. And then same with Muzzin. If we're not feeling that mm -hmm. he's the guy, next year we can move him or so. Yeah, no, I fully agree with that on my team too. Like, I still got Kerfoot. I still got yeah, Hall. Yeah. You know, I still got some extra guys to. Yeah, I wanted to keep away. Kerfoot, by the way. I really didn't want to trade Kerfoot. Yeah. But it's either him or and Mrazic, and I can get more directions. value for Kerfoot. Let's be serious. There's two directions of the Marner trade it's this type of quick little rebuild, or yeah. it's kind of what I did, and you fill your cap back up with uh, yeah. Legit. a couple extra forwards, Death. you know? Yeah. Because I got Death. three. I got three playing like I legit got a line. forwards yeah you got, got a legit line for forward. mitch marner so yeah that's awesome and see i tried like i got basically a line I got a right d which is but as good as a line <laughs> and yeah. victor arbus in Valerity, yeah. so yeah but what i am getting at is that i may have got a line but i also have schwartz an injury prone player yeah. at 29 years old for the next four years at five Eberly, and that can really wise, me in the pit, you know? and know what eberly like when he's on the hot eberly seat he struggles at Everly at yeah, two point seven five can't go wrong. That's so true. That's, that's true. That's the way I saw it. Um, and it's only two years, but yeah, no, I feel you. In all reality, very up and down. But like yeah. I said, that's why you like if this is Matthews and Tavares. This is star power. They don't yeah. need another star to play with. They can play with Everly and Schwartz right. and McCann and make those guys better instead yeah. of Marner trying to instead of having the two headed monster with Marner and Matthews sort of thing, and then having another monster and Tavares and almost Nylander, you know? Right. So. Yeah, it's no, not a I, terrible idea to split up one of the four. Like, I don't like Marner ever leaving, but Newlander's one that I would consider. But I don't know how it would help you much more. Like, uh, the like worst the part is, I'd, is the obvious one I guess it's for the, the team is Tavares. It's more yeah. the dynamic of your yeah. offensive group. If you want to change that, then you do trade Nylander or Marner, and you right. go and get some more beefier guys, like a touch. You know, like that yeah. type of player. Like, let's get let's get some angrier mark stones in here or something instead of yeah that's our true. point producing forward group we have so yeah i yeah. just i like i don't get me wrong i do not think they'll trade marner but for you leaf fans that listening i encourage you to listen in depth to those because if you hated all of them that's the point um of trading marner your team's gonna get worse by trading marner 
Like, I did my absolute best to try and do something decent for the Leafs. You're not losing the trade instantly. But, like, mm-hmm. even at mine, like, I couldn't do anything. Chase did everything, make the team super deep for this year's run. Still probably doesn't yeah. look as good as ha- with Marner on it. Uh, yeah. Jordan went for, like, a full retool, rebuild, like, short-term hey, wait, rebuild. You, it, it may not look as good, like, because, like, I, I could trade other things and not trade Marner. Like, the other things that I could bring in could probably look just as good as what I made. And that's the point we're trying to make, right? Like, it's with Marner in it, that's having Marner and Matthews, like I said, you could not have a left winger and it feels like it's five on five still the way they control the puck. So I I think you can figure something out cap wise. Like, look at, I, I look at mine, I, with some of the signings I made in just cheap deals, Johan Larson, two years, two mil. Like, I'm not going to break the bank for these guys, and I don't have Marner on that team, and I still didn't. Just do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep getting yeah, these yeah, deals. Got... Like, work on there's your, extra... upgrading your defense in some way. But yeah, there's a lot of extra shekels that are, it may only be a mil here, $500,000 here, but if you trade all these guys in the offseason and yep. get in got... for sure quality pieces, it's going to look better than my Schwartz, McCann, and Everly in a couple Absolutely. Of years. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, and that's the thing too. Future wise, uh, ours like the only one that could potentially completely benefit the Leafs in the future, but like you're gonna go through pain for a couple of years is Jordan's, um, where like you yeah. went all out for the rebuild, pretty much yeah. a big retool, and which is it's a way. Like it's definitely a way you could do it. It would be painful, but that's the only way I think you could win a Marner. But trade. it's not a bad idea. You're sad. Yeah, but yeah, you're that's stuck in that position kids. where you're unable to get through the playoffs. Then if you need to do it, like, yeah, that that's exactly the point right? too. Like, These are all different options. I like that we all went different options too. Chase went now. I went retool. Jordan went rebuild. So I like that. Um, it just shows that any facet you're gonna struggle without Marner. You will struggle without trading with yeah, trading. Mitch and I Marner. don't really think there's a way of winning that trade. There isn't, frankly. And that's yeah. exactly the point we wanted to get across to fans who are like, just trade him, trade him. He's awful. Blah, blah, blah. We can get so much more for 11 mil. Yeah, you can, but is it going to be as good? Yeah, that's the thing, right? Is is that 11 million? Somebody has to pay it. Yeah, and like, so, yeah. I, not everyone can have a Brad Marchand on $6 million. Like, yeah. okay, it sucks, but you got to live with it. You got to keep your best players and... They're still only like 24, come 25. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ, guys, lately fans. I know you don't win first rounds like ever and don't know how, but eventually you have to. It's a numbers game. Yeah, yeah. I know but, it's getting all that. It's, it's getting antsy. Like, I understand it. You got two I, years left with Matthews. You only got three yeah, with Tavares. Like, everything's I, getting a little sketchy. It's all UFA. Yeah, and I'm I'm not opposed to making a making a big move i just getting worried and thinking about it and talking about it's not a bad idea because it it, it's it sparks something you can do it it sparks something it. but you gotta be 100 percent sure this team isn't gonna be doing anything um because yeah. if marner leaves and goes and wins and dominates you're gonna be laughed at the whole time and i know gms worry about that and you shouldn't as much but you gotta be 100 yeah, percent sure to be trading a player mm-hmm. away like that hundred percent not 99.9 hundred percent sure yeah like marner on seattle would be just outstanding for that organization marner on the devils would be that i what did i talk about in the offseason they should go ahead and trade for yeah. Dubrow now yeah exactly because go for why wouldn't you 
you you you might as well like you, you if you can sign those guys and keep everybody you'll be super good super as good soon in two as you years. ever need to be you know so yeah, yeah. and then you, uh, and then la like, yeah, LA, for, yeah like, like that would make Kobe. them stupid Jesus good Christ. they already oh, are God. good yeah, so yeah, that would just cut down the rebuild time by off. You know, a year. It's done. It's done. It, yeah, Rebuild's exactly. done. If Cal Peterson can be a legit goalie and stuff like that, like if their goal tank figures itself out, they're a legit NHL team with a big trade like Marner in and not changing yeah. players off your yeah. team so, drastically. So once again, we'll 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 really stab the point into your heart here that like it sounds like it'd be real promising everywhere else. I'm not sure how promising it would be in Toronto on the Leafs side. Yeah, when you yeah. Trade if you, them, if you everybody trade him wants away. you to trade Marner. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, yeah. Exactly. All the other teams want that exactly, right? <laughs> so they're probably feeding the headlines so that Dubas gets pressured <laughs> to trade him away. Yeah, it's the media, dog. Yeah, man. Whoever's got the money. Yep. So. Uh, but anyways, that's our final segment. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, go follow us on our social medias on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at The Couch on Ice. Uh, do you guys have any final points before we close off this podcast? Uh, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Why is Chris Kreider so good? This guy. Yeah, true. Why is Chris Kreider so good? Yeah. Um, and why can't the NHL pick all-star teams? Is, but there- anyways, <laughs> that'll be it. <laughs> uh, anyways, why, that'll be it for this podcast. Why are reporters in Edmonton turning into assholes? But for now, we'll catch you guys next week. Uh next week's podcast. We'll catch you later. Bye guys. Peace.